What's the last song you liked that you listened to the whole thing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, actually, I but, do know. Are you seriously wanting to know? No, I do know. Or you want to just make it as banger? This, I'll put. I'll, but it's not a banger, right? I try to pick something that's like a banger. I don't care if I look stupid or not. <laughs> Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. Oh, you're just trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the door. Why sound like Bane? Let's look on that. Look at all this way to be awkward. Hi, I'm Harvey Stevens. I play Damien in The Omen. Listen to the bad boys, or else. That's correct. That is episode 627 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all these movies. This very last time for the year 2022. This is the last episode, y'all, of this year. Let's go out with a bang, huh? Banger. Bang, bang. Bang, doom, doom. That's a... That's the Enter the Spider-Verse Enter the Spider-Verse soundtrack. That's right. Bang bang. Now now Harley under the influence to this evening. No. Oh. How depends. Depends on what? I'm on the Kraken. That's an influence. You would get a DUI for that. Yes, of course. (laughs) Okay. Now how much Kraken have you consumed? Very little. little. Okay, so you're releasing it right now. I'm alive though. I am It's about to go down then. I'm not Tony. Oh wow. I have a low tolerance. We appreciate that. But yeah, let's go out with a fucking bang for this last episode of the year. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Never Listens, Marcus Burnett. Bang. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Now, the year that came out, that would probably be your favorite album of the year, Tony? For that year? Yeah. I listened to that like nonstop. The fact that I said bang immediately made you think of that. Yep. Awesome. This was this was our our like we would we set Googs to wake us up to that song like we'd, you we'd, said we'd, what the Google you heard him he said Googs motherfucker I thought Googs like, would you think he sneezed is that on Spotify <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah no, the no, Googs we, are performing we had we had a uh, we had a timer set so Google would just start playing that on our Google Home device uh, at a certain time every morning now that song or the album the whole album six o'clock. So and it would and it would shuffle every time. No, we listened to it the exact same way every single time. Really? Yep. Yeah. And there was not one track you'd skip. There was one track that I would skip. Let me guess. Um, the one with Nicki Minaj on it. Um. No, that's not it. I need to find it. Is it dubstep? No. I guarantee it's. Oh. I think it's. What kind of music is it? It's hip hop. It's Spider Verse soundtrack. Oh, I don't know. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, uh, yeah, this, I think, this one, oh, this song. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, I do remember you were, like, in love with the soundtrack. I do. Okay, okay. Is that the song? Ah, oh, there's one of these songs that I always go, nope, no thanks, and I always tell it to skip. Oh, no way. It's always one, huh? Yeah, no, Elevate's great. Uh... 
There's just one line. There's like one lyric, like one, one, like five words that he says, and I'm like, God, that's stupid. And so I just switch it. I'm like, nope, oh skip. Oh my God. That's Dude, I've had that. I've had like a song that I love, but like there's one, just one part of it, and I'm just like, it just, it just hurts my ears, and, the, and it screws the rest of the song up for me. Oh my god, that's what that's it. That's it. The shell of a lobster? <laughs> For some reason, I always hate that line. <laughs> no, no, no. There's another one. There's another one. That was just, Okay, so there might there might be two songs that I don't like on this album. <laughs> that's one of them that I skip. Oh man, that's funny. I can't. It's so hard to find. Anyway, whatever. Huh. Well, what's funny is when we were listening to soundtrack again recently, a while back. Um, you know how Cruz, like one of his favorite rappers right now, is uh, Denzel Curry, and uh, he popped when he saw that he was on the tracking. He was on uh, the song "Elevate." Oh, cool. Yeah, it says "Elevate" DJ Kelio featuring Denzel, Corday, Suave, and Trevor Rich. And I was like, oh mm-hmm. shit, he's on there. So that's cool. That is cool. I think you just played it too, a little bit of. Yeah, "Elevate." No, I just played a little bit. That's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that when he jumps Gotta out of the hard. Yeah, that's a bang. That's a bang. I thought it was Familia was the one you didn't like. Familia. Uh, remember track number four. Number four. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I remember that I don't. I didn't like the shell of a lobster lyric. I was like, that's kind of that's kind of lame. I'm like, we we destroy lobsters all the time. <laughs> I go hard like Thanksgiving. I, I go, go hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the one that starts off with like, I need a drink. I need a drink. Uh, way up. Invincible? No, not the James Smith one. That's familiar. Five. Uh, five. That's invincible. Hide. No, that's oh, nice. it. There it is. That's it. But you, you need a drink? Drink. That's yeah. hardly right there. No, I didn't have a pro- I don't have a problem with Familia. No, that's a good song. Okay. I, and honestly, Actually, it was, we, have a, we have a problem with a the line. The there was one line, and so I would let the song go up until that one line is about to hit, <laughs> and then I would here. skip it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was like, I, I would always like, it would go and go, and I would go, hey, Google, skip. And which, and which song was it again? <laughs> Every time. I don't know. I don't remember. You can't find it now. No, I can't oh, find I it. I can never. Right? Yeah, especially now. When I was younger, when I had CDs, and I would look at the track listing. Like, yeah. You know? And even like, then. Like, for whatever like, reason, like, the Batman Forever like, soundtrack, and I was like, why? why? And this, there's just so many random bands right. on that, too. But that's how the movie soundtracks were back in the day. Right. You know? Like it had Seal from a Rose from fucking Seal. Oh, that's right. That song? Yep. Really well. It had that song by U2, uh, which I kind of yeah. like. Kind of song. Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Yeah. I have that soundtrack too on CD. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. Probably you. Yeah, then it had like Brandy on there. Where are you now? PJ Harvey, one, two, one. Dude, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. It has a massive attack. Oh, shit. What? Massive attack? Oh, dude. The Hundred um, Gifts Captured by the Game by Massive Attack and Tracy Thorne of the Marblets. What? It's a cover. Okay, that's okay. It's got Mazzy Star. Okay, this has to be the most randomest album of uh, the soundtrack of all time. Because <laughs> look, it's got the Flaming Lips. Okay, Method Man, Nick Cave of Nick Cave and the Bad City, The Offspring, Mazzy Star, Massive Attack, Seal, PJ Harvey, and YouTube. What the 
the fuck is going on with that? I kind of want to own the soundtrack again. Wait, which which soundtrack? Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Is it? it and is you it can think, and you can remember all the scenes in the movie too when you hear them. It's crazy. Right. Wow, that is crazy. Tell me how. Which one is this? Fucking Method Man. Band called Sunny Day Real Estate. Oh, the Devlins. I just remember that corny ass song when uh when uh, when uh Jim Carrey's about to turn into the Riddler. I want to say that's. Uh... Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, there's and then the, oh Michael Hutchins from NXS covered Iggy Pop's The Passenger. What the fuck? I remember that. <laughs> this shit's wild. There was another soundtrack. There was a handful of movie soundtracks that had a wild. Oh, dude, I know what you're talking about. Remember when they mixed with like two bands? I think it was. Spawn. Oh, it was Judgment Night, baby. Judgment Night. Look up. Oh yeah, ju- that had like a hip-hop lot of meets heavy metal. Yeah, but I was thinking hip hop meets dance with um, oh. Spawn. Remember, it was like Crystal oh. Method and somebody else. Remember? Right, right. What, what soundtrack so was that? Just another victim, kid. Yeah, House of Pain and Helmet. Yeah, see? Slayer and Ice-T, Living uh-huh. Color, Run DMC, Cypress Hill, Sonic Youth, Onyx and Biohazard, Faith No More, Booyah Club. Booyah Tribe. Booyah Tribe. So. What are you talking about now? Dude, I'm lost. Movie yeah, see? Judgment Night had it mixed with uh, hip-hop and, and metal. Hip-hop and, like, yeah, heavy hard hey, rock. Remember with uh, Emilio Estevez and... Uh, it was, uh, with what's his name? It was the villain. Um, yeah, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary, thank you. Yeah. The fuck yeah, are y'all talking about? I've never seen this. I've never seen this. Dude, shit. ironically, it says people also searched for Spawn, the album. See? Okay, so Spawn Crystal had the Method. Crystal Method and Filter. With oh, Can't You right, Trip right. Like I Do, yeah, Marilyn Manson, yeah. Tweety Ramirez, and Corn and the Pimps. Dust Brothers. <sighs> this conversation yeah, is how I know I don't fit in. <laughs> Dude, look, the, the, the Prodigy with Tom Morello from Rage, Silver Chair. Well, and Prodigy Andy was Rollins already like, was Incubus already. and DJ Greyboy. How about that? That's yeah. sick. Slayer and Atari Teenage Riot, Soul Coffin and Ronnie Size. Wasn't well, Ronnie Size a drum and bass kind of? Dude, Ronnie Size was at Dirty Bird Camp Out, yo. Holy shit, man. You should ask him to he's like, play and play a script as Billy on his scooter yellow moon. <laughs> they like, Dude, damn, Gold, dude, cut. Goldie was there too. Wow, I remember Goldie. But DJ yeah. Greyboy, he was also drumming bass, wasn't he? That's what that's why. Oh, DJ Greyboy is an acid jazz DJ from San Diego, California. Oh, shit, oh, shit. from San Diego. Yeah. Early in his career, he was a partner of Rob Deerdick in Crime on the Turntables. What? It's, holy shit. This motherfucker. That incubus. You know, this soundtrack. Yeah, this is all this. like. it's Man, it's in 808 State. Remember 808 State? Yeah, yeah. It was all I mean, different before the internet. Oh, you remember Josh Wink? Yeah, of course. I saw yeah. Josh Wink at con- in concert. Oh, wow. He, yeah, he, he, he was, opened for the Crystal Method. Westward. Me and Aaron Swanson saw Crystal Method in wow. Del Mar and Josh Wink opened. Yo, that's crazy. Metallica and DJ Spooky from DJ Spooky. Butthole Surfers and Moby. Moby, huh? of course. You yeah. thought they'd work together? Cornyn does no. with Or Orbital and Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, it was Marilyn Manson and the Sneaker Pimps. Right. Long Hard Road to Hell. Remember that song? Trip hop groups. From Dude, that, that soundtrack right there, man, was crazy you, shit. You never see that again. Yeah. No. This album was certified gold for selling over 500,000 copies in America. That's crazy. Dude, makes me want to listen to the soundtrack. Poor Tony. Wow. Tony's like, I do. Tony, what were you doing in like. <laughs> when did this come out? 97? <laughs> Electronic rock, industrial rock, industrial metal, new metal. Yeah, this I mean, Tony, you're memory, only. Man. This was cool. You're only a couple years younger than me. You're. Yeah, how old is you, Tony? I just turned 43. Fonzo, you just turned 44, right? Mm-hmm. Tony, how old are you? When's your birthday? 41 in March. Oh, so you're still 40. So you yes, are like 
three years and some change. So yeah, it's, it's like Chris. Chris is like four years and change older than me, mm-hmm. but she is like like when she reminisces about like high school, especially because she like grew up older quicker. Yeah. So when she was like fifteen, she was like getting married, right? She was already like. <laughs> She was in college and shit, and I was like fifteen. I was like, yeah. you know, freshman in high school. So there, there was, there was a, some, there's a big difference there because she's like, I, st- you know, we we talk about the glory days are like the '90s, and we remember it very vividly. She remembers like the earliest '90s, like she was a teenager kind of thing, and so it was a little bit different. But um, so it's all, you know, two, three, four years here and there. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so funny. When what you had said earlier, I'm getting the same on this one. It says uh, this album was released in '97 and featured popular rock and metal group of bands at the time, including Metallica, Korn, Slayer, Marilyn Manson, uh, in collaborations with well-known electronica techno producers such as Crystal Method, Ronnie Science, Prodigy, blah blah blah. A similar concept was previously implemented on the rock slash hip hop infused Judgment Night soundtrack. Wow. There, you, there go. you go, Tony. Um, did you did you go to college right out of high school? Yeah. See, I think I think that like it's a it's a different trajectory for people when when and and I assume college was a pretty big focus when you went to college. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Tony and Alfonso and I were like when we're like eighteen, we're like get a job and party on the weekends, right? It's like it's, it's just kind of a different experience for kids that go to college right out of high school. Was it by choice, Tony? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not a judgment. It's not a better or worse. It's just, it, it is a different kind of experience, I guess, for a lot of people. Like, when I was like 18, 19, I was like, what month is it? What weekend can we go to a rave? Can I drive there? How far is it? Like, oh, it's in San Bernardino? I can make that. We'll drive there that night, fucking rave out, and then drive home at 4 o'clock in the morning? Like, and then I'll work at 6 a.m. and stack bread. Like, that's the stupid shit we did. <laughs> I'm so lucky I didn't fucking kill myself in a car accident. Like, driving while tired. I was never, I never did drugs, right? I never, I was sober. Right. But I was always behind on sleep, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we well, are young, had the energy. The moral of the story, kids, don't do drugs. Get hey, drunk. Yeah, right? Go to college. Hey. Get education. Drug abuse resistance education. Education. We got a lot of stuff to talk about this evening. Right. Remember, and and as always, don't ever forget, you got to soak your lentils. Soak the motherfucking lentils. You got to. Protect your neck and always soak your lentils. That should be the shirt for next year. That'll be the shirt for next year. The next Bad Boys podcast meetup, it'll say soak your lentils, protect your neck. It'll take you a long way. But now, since we, we since Tony finally saw a movie besides the Homer next credit, we gotta let him go first. Uh, yeah, saw Glass I, Onion. I saw Glass Onion. I mean, I basically saw it because the family was watching it over the holiday, so gotcha. uh, wasn't really my fault. But what ended up happening is that the family got distracted, and we didn't end up finishing. And then I had to watch it on my own to finish it because I was like, "Oh no, I, 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 I want to see how this ends." Because uh, oh, so you were hooked. Then. So I, I was hooked. Sign. Yeah, I was. Right. I was hooked. Is a solid movie. Definitely, it's one of those you can't really talk a lot about it. But the performances were great. The um, I just watched a fifteen-minute little uh, documentary, little video on Ryan, the director, Ryan Johnson, Mm -hmm. I think. Right. Um, He's just talking about like one scene, and he just goes into so much detail about this one scene. I'm like, yeah, you could tell that there's 
there's there's so much put into this. There's so much thought. Just in the detail. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? That's badass. That's cool. Like that much, he could talk about 15 minutes on just like eight seconds of film, right? I'm like, that's insane. So uh, the movie definitely shows it, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. It was a lot of fun. Definitely uh, willing to watch it again. Um, it deserves a rewatch, just kind of like the Knives Out, the first one. But this I was gonna one, say, did, I, I never rewatched Knives Out, and I always kind of made a point to, but I never got around to. Yeah, definitely. This one is a lot has a lot more fun to it than. Oh. Yeah, it's like it's a little more. It's up, kind of tough, upbeat. right? Though, because it's a mystery movie, so you when you rewatch it, you already know the mystery, so it takes away that element of the first time watch. There's a little bit of mm-hmm. that, but there's also a little bit of all the things that I missed. Uh, and were they you. were they in the scene or not? Like were they in the, the mm-hmm. were were the hints shown to us? Oh, okay. You know, like and so there's there's an element of that going on uh, that's going to add to the replayability of this. So yeah, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, definitely gets dollar potential Slater. I'd buy that Ooh. for a dollar. I know it's I know it's been making the runs and everybody's been liking it. And Mazzy's a big, huge. Mazzy's a big fan of the murder mystery, so I was like, "Oh, we need." I thought you say she's a big fan of Batista. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of there's a lot of like uh uh kind of like uh some some uh, commentary, social commentary. Tony? What is he shirtless throughout the movie? Hardly wants to. He know. is. He is absolutely right. shirtless. Uh, but there is a lot of bikinis too. So. Okay, now. Now Yeah, there's a lot of social commentary. There's a lot of. (laughs) Uh, No. No, I don't think they are. Oh. He was asking about Batista's. Batista! No, he's he's like double D, bro. (laughs) For double D. (laughs) It's huge. Anyway, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, It was definitely worth a watch. I uh, can't wait to hear what your opinion is. Yeah, might have to. Would it make your top 10? You'll have to tune in in two weeks because. Why, Tony? Tell them why. Weeks! Because uh, we couldn't figure out how to line up our schedules, and so we aren't going to be able to record for another two weeks. Right. Right. And we decided but. that in for in when we return from that long break, we'll do the top ten of 2022. Or top six if or I Or top six if that's movies. all you can get to. <laughs> yeah, six, yeah. Ten is the goal, but yeah. I think, I think, I think ten through seven for me is going to be a waste of time. <laughs> it's gonna be hard. So normally it'd be honorable mentions, but since you don't have enough, right? You can just throw, they'll, they'll right? They just make it into the I top ten. I saw the movie. Well, let's see if this will make Tony's Tony's top ten. Well, let's yeah. see if Harley and myself can make it in there and see. Because I was making a list, and you know what I'm gonna add? I'm gonna add. Uh, oh, how about this, Harley? Um, if you can't think of um, um, uh, other movies, add TV shows. Not a bad idea. All right, so Tony, you want to have us go down the list there? Who's uh, yeah, so I got mine out. Um, Fonzo, you got like got six of one, them. Right? Why don't you do three, and then Harley could do Heather's, and then you do another three. Uh, right. Let's go with you got a bunch in nineteen eighties. Why don't you <laughs> over the top? Just go in reverse order. Perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah, I needed to mix it up. Been watching a lot of Van Damme movies. I'm like, let me throw a over the top on there. It was on Tubi. Tubi does the thing with Netflix where it's like, okay, you you know you want to you like these movies? Check this out. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that one. Let's put it on there. Put it on there. Great soundtrack. Um, I was reading on the trivia, funny enough. Uh, Stallone didn't want to do it, but Golden Globus offered up uh, a lot more money than I guess that he usually asked for. And he kept turning it down until they offered him a shit ton of money. And then he said, fine, I'll do it. No one's ever going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, incorrect, sir, because uh, a lot of people watched it. 
And uh, it's about a movie about a father and son trying to get along, you know, just be other been there for Chet is very up. good. Chet is very good. Their voice is so fucking <laughs> Chet is very Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's all holding dog. Um yeah, I mean come on. It's a, a arm wrestling movie with fucking Stallone, you know. It was made by uh, it's a canon movie. Like Golden Globus, right? It's all you need to know. 80s fucking coke-filled minds. We saw it on the podcast like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lincoln Hawk. What's funny, though, watching it as an adult, right? As opposed to being a kid, watching it all the time and eating eating the shit out of it, loving it. Um, Crew was working on his Lego set that he got from Christmas in the back while I was watching it in the living room. And uh, he goes, he's got scoffing at the kid. He's like, what a dork. What a nerd. <laughs> he just kept, I'm like, dude, if you think he's like that now, that's how I was watching it. Like how annoying right. he is, you know? If you were at 13, you realize how annoying he is. Like, I don't know if he was meant to be that annoying, if he just is that annoying, you know? Talking about his cholesterol, talking about he shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. It was just funny watching it with him. And I'm like, that is fucking funny. Um, but yeah, dude, big ass fucking bad guy he's got to take on in the end. You get a bunch of vast different amount of characters that he's got to go up against the guy that drinks the gas. The guy that, uh, from Canada, just a big monstrosity of monsters, right? All rooted out fucking arm wrestling and the big tournament in Las Vegas. The 80s was just a glorious time, man. Who cannot love it? Lincoln Hawk takes his hat, flips it over. He's like a machine, kind of like a truck. Over the top is, is definitely over the top. And for that, I love every second of it. It's a high dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right. Randy Orton's dad's in it. Cowboy Bob Orton. Watch. (laughs) You're a challenge to watch. He's a challenge. (laughs) <laughs> he is best He's of the best okay best of the best I had never seen that movie before have you guys seen it is it a martial arts movie because I had a video game called best of the best oh how funny it is a martial arts movie it came out in 1999 starring Eric Roberts and James Earl Jones wow that's Sally Kirkland yeah a team from the United States is going to compete against Korea in a Taekwondo tournament the team consists of fighters from all over the country uh, can they overcome their rivalry and work together together to win? I'm like, this shit's got. Oh, dude, I'm I'm all over this shit, man. Uh, directed by Robert Rather and written by Philip Ree. Philip Ree is an actual. Um, he's a bad motherfucker. He's a martial artist. <laughs> he's a bad he, motherfucker. <laughs> he took over the franchise after Best of the Best. He worked on Best of the Best Two, Best of the Best Three, No Turning Back, Best of the Best Four without warning. <laughs> he's one of the guys that unfortunately didn't make it. He's you know wanted to be the next you know kung fu star or whatever, and unfortunately just didn't make it. But um, three and four have some cool fight scenes apparently from videos I was watching. Um, so I just you know I'm like I'm trying to fill the void in my uh, martial arts movies that I have never seen. So starting with the 36 Chamber Shaolin, and now I was like you know what best of the best people always talk about it. I got to fit this in. I got to watch it right. I don't know if Eric Roberts ever did martial arts, but he's pretty funny. He's got this glorious mane of hair. James I see that. Jones. It's just oh, a picture. It's unbelievable. I mean, when it's when it's tight in the back, it looks normally looks more badass, but normally he's got this huge mane and he's got this weird. He's got this weird awkwardness about him, right? He's like very eccentric when he when he acts. I don't know if you've ever seen him. I always screams and his hands are always moving. It's very very weird. <laughs> um, he always makes these weird crying faces. I don't know. It's just weird. Um, but James Earl Jones, a badass motherfucking coach. He he don't take no shit, right? And you get all these badass fighters together to be in Team USA, a la Mighty Ducks, but to take on uh, Korea and Taekwondo tournament. I'm like, fuck yeah, man! That's what I'm all talking about. Now get this. Chris Penn's in it, right? And he's he's a lot skinnier than it, right? I think he used to box back in the day, whatever. But he plays Travis Brickley, right? He wears a cowboy hat. You're like, oh, this motherfucker's a cowboy. This motherfucker's from Texas. Wrong. <laughs> motherfucker's from Florida. I'm like, what the fuck? They get a guy with a cowboy hat from fucking Florida. It makes no sense. 
the it's called the panhandle of florida son it's like a totally different state up there and then, then it's all western shit that were cowboy hats dressed like in uh, well i don't know but i know the panhandle of florida is like the south and as opposed to the rest of florida like a totally oh, different okay state. but back then you would think you said cowboy how you think guys from where sure no you're right, right? you're right yeah yeah no, that's yeah fair enough. yeah so yeah, it leads up to you know it leads up to um you know the big tournament you know each one has their own fighter to fight which is unique it's not like a tournament where it's um you know it's it's all of them to fight whoever stays to the end each five members of the group they they pick the best of the best obviously and they all have to fight their own uh um fighter so if you move on you move on if you don't you don't so it's the best out of five which I thought was I'm like that's different you know and uh and you always gotta have a fucking uh, bar scene right. Where uh, some some dumbass drunk guy's got to prove himself right, and the best part is you know the cast knows fucking martial arts, you know, but they're about to rip shit up, <laughs> and they do so they that's on there. So yeah, man, it was cool, it was all right. I I don't think I would have watched this over and over again, you know. But the first time I watched, I enjoyed it. I'm like, okay, I'm glad that I able to you know scratch it off the list now that I've seen it. I'm like, cool, I'm better man for it. I'm seeing it now. Cool, so it's worth the dollar I rented it for sure. You know, I saw it for free, whatever, but. I'm, I'm giving a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, I just posted the link to the game, the Nintendo game. So it isn't okay. So I can check this shit out. Yeah, the really cool part of the game was that you unlocked I like to do with the one moves, like, and they were real moves. Like, there's like a you can oh, shit, you can man. unlock like a gut punch. You can unlock like a a gut punch. Uh, overhand or a gut punch underhand you can left hook oh, right shit. hook over you know uppercut uppercut with your left hand uppercut with your right hand like it was nice. so in depth wow. and it was so hard and you could choose which of those moves you could assign to different uh move sets oh, wow it a fight i was like this is it, it was hard uh, you had to, like okay. different move sets worked better with different opponents Man, we gotta, it, we gotta it was actually really download cool. Download this game so we can play it. <laughs> I was just saying, right? I played on my ex or my. This sounds badass. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, especially for Nintendo, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was on sale for eighty one dollars. I was gonna it's say it's out of stock, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't find that shit. Yeah. Clean, tested, and guaranteed to work. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, look at that. I'm I gotta look at a trailer. I'm thinking. I don't think I've ever played it. It doesn't look familiar to me either. I'm pretty sure I just rented it for a weekend. Um, gotcha. I didn't actually buy it. Because I remember the I remember the one where they played in Bloodsport. Remember that one? Bloodsport. Remember where you had? Oh no right, bars. it was just two yeah, joysticks. Yeah, yeah, the two joysticks. Right. Remember I know that, exactly Tony? What you're talking about. No. I think it was called Karate Champ, right? That I can. That I know exactly. <laughs> what you're talking about. Karate Champ. Just look up uh, Bloodsport. Uh oh games. yeah 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 Karate Champ video game. Yep. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Gonna play that old for video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. There it is. But yeah, you get fucking two. You no, no buttons, bro. It's just joysticks. Right. Where is that? Yeah, I see Frank and Ray playing Karate Champ. There it is on YouTube. <laughs> if you want to see some real fighting, you can come see me fight the Kumite. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, you look like a Jackson. Hey, Jackson, <laughs> well, I got the greatest lines of all time. Okay, really? USA, out of nowhere. Really? I got the deepest voice of all time. Jackson, Bolo, Jackson. Bolo Young, man. I'm telling Charlie, you. Charlie, dude, best villain of all time, man. Bolo Young. Seriously. Fucking he, national hero. Man, Enter the Dragon, Bloodsport, and Double Impact. fucking Chinese dude ever. Seriously. Next to E. Honda. No, but he was swole. E. Honda was morbidly <sighs> obese. Bolo Young was like... I mean, he was still like... He wasn't ripped, no, right? He yeah, like a six-pack. But he looked just... He just oh, looked like he fuck. fucked shit up, dude. Mm-hmm. He, and, and then, of course, in Bloodsport, he's he's a villain. I mean, he's oh, just dude. like... He's the next. 
Uh-huh. I mean, it's fucking great. Uh-huh. One of the great films. Absolutely. Maybe we do a, a best villain of all time. Dude, is he still year. alive? I yeah, think I, he's not, is he? Yeah, dude, I just saw him at a signing. Remember I was telling you that I watched a video where he did a signing recently? He's a lot skinnier now. He lost all that steroid, basically. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like the picture they use on IMDb is from him from Bloodsport. Right, right. I always like that scene, too, when Jackson wins his first fight. Oh, he's, he's 76 years old. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Poor when he points at him, right, and he he looks all shocked, like, huh, me? Looks around like, you talking to me? Kind of laughs. He's like, yeah, you, man. I'm going to fucking kill you, man. Yeah, you got it. And Bo's like, the fuck's fuck this guy? He's like, okay, I remember you. I got something for you. Uh, he must have been a bodybuilder as well. Because, like, I'm looking at some pictures of him when he was younger. Yeah. He was ripped. Big motherfucker. But just, like, what size you think? Lean, what size do you think his titty size is? Yeah, he had big Cup pecs. Size. Yeah, he had a fucking big pack. He did plenty of... Hit some big bolos? Big, big lats. Yeah, no, he was no yeah, joke. Man, take it easy, Harley. Just saying. Need a long time with bolo? <laughs> Tiger style. <laughs> Solo with <You're> Bolo. Next. <laughs> What'd you say, Tony? Solo with Bolo. Yeah, he did. That's, that's the porno Harley we watch. He <laughs> solo time with Bolo. <laughs> yeah, Harley, you're next, all right? Hey. Yeah. All right, you want to review a uh, hard target? Yeah, I'm Van Damme bringing over John Woo to make his first American movie. Um, and wouldn't let John Wood do John Woodisms as much because he had to make sure Art Van Dam gets his arm flexing in the movie and some more kicks. And I'm sure John Wood wanted to do some more dual wielding action, gun shooting. So uh, it's kind of funny. Van Dam would always hire these eight, uh, directors from action movies, from Hong Kong, and then he'd you know tell me, "Oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. Make sure I I do the splits to show my ass or show my muscle." Right. Right? <laughs> but we still get a lot of John Woodism. Like, dude, it's crazy Hollywood. Put a lot of money into this, and obviously this story is not um, different. We've seen it in other like the most dangerous game. There's that other one with uh, Ice T, where they, you know where they're hunting humans, right? Yeah, rich folks hunting humans in uh, in New Orleans. Uh, Lance Henriksen's character, who Lance Henriksen is so fucking good in the villain is this. I fucking love him in this movie. Him and Arnold Vosloo as this uh, right hand man. So they're so great. We've got a scene where fucking Van Dam pulls his trench coat back like he's a fucking cowboy, like he's about to pull out his fucking. Uh, Six shooter, but what's he unloading? His fucking Van Dam, Van Damage with some fucking roundhouse kicks. You remember that scene? He pulls his roundhouse, he pulls his trench coat back a little bit, like he's about to pull a gun out. And actually, it's his fucking kicks. Sounds familiar. Wow. Yeah. Very beginning, yeah, dude. And the glorious mullet. We can't forget about the mullet. We get this. We get a wolf from Brimley on the back of a horse with fucking bow and arrow in slow motion. Dude, that's fucking badass. And uh, he gets that he motherfucker his, ain't alive. Oh no, no I got way. to meet him, and he was awesome. Um, he gets a, he gets a bunch of shit out of a snake. Um, uh, his name is Chance. His mama took one. It's fucking one of the greatest lines. And just Van Damme, you know, in fucking top form with John Woo behind the wheel with some pigeons flying, some slow-mo, some gun shooting in the badass warehouse scene at the end. It's fucking glorious, man. It's a fucking Slater. Love this movie. Mm-hmm. I actually that still have my ticket stuff for this movie. I saw this in the oh, theater. Shit. I was so stoked for Van Damme having a big movie in the theater, you know? Because most of the time I had watched all his movies on video. So I was, I was so pulling for him, right? Where it's like, everyone's like, oh, man, I like Seagal. And I was like, man, I like Van Damme, you know? I go way back from being, you know, loyal to WWE, fuck WCW. All about Pepsi, fuck Coke, right? Same with Van Damme, fuck Seagal, right? So it was like, when he had a big movie like Universal Soldier and Hard Target, pff, I wanted to. I was stoked to see this, man. I had never seen a Joe movie before. 
and, and that shit blew my mind. It was amazing. So yeah, Hard Target, I love that, man. One of his, one of his best, I think. Cool. Harley, others? Yeah, interesting. This is the, the motivation. We watched this on the podcast. I'm sure if you go back, I don't know when, it might have been 10 years ago. <laughs> we watched this motherfucking movie podcast. Because right. we're not we're not disagreeing with you. Every scene, I was like, I remember this, but I don't remember a goddamn thing from right. Wait, what? Um, it had been so long, and so when we were watching it, I was like, well, and I haven't even got to the point of why we watched it, but I was just like, I've seen this movie before, and I'm like, any movie I've seen that I remember, fucking since the goddamn podcast, because I would have never seen this as a kid or anything like that. So well, I haven't seen enough, this. If you guys watched it, it was when I was on my hiatus. It must have been. Okay, fair enough. So that's quite possible. And that would be, you know, fucking 10 years ago, right? Yep, yep, <laughs> so, 10 years ago. So anyway, so the You looked it up on the podcast, Sonny? No, I just looking at the trailer. I'm like, nope, I haven't seen this shit. I've never seen oh. it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a weird one. It's a cult classic um, starring Winona Ryder and Christian Slater, Shannon Doherty. Um, I'm not going to talk about the fucking plot because the plot doesn't make any sense. Um so the interesting thing was we're um, walking by Mazzy's bedroom and we're hearing this like musical, right? My my kid doesn't listen, but we're hearing like musical singing, right? And we're and and so Chris is like, yeah, Mazzy, uh, the other night I heard you singing like or listening to like a musical. Yeah, it was like it was like it was this person, this song, and it was about these like girls, and they all had the same name, and they were like there was like a murder or something like that. And Chris was like. Heathers? And Mazzy was like, I don't know. <laughs> so we looked it up. Sure enough, they've actually made a musical called Heathers. Oh, shit. Right. Inspired by the movie. And Mazzy was listening to the musical of it. And it was resonating with her because she's a teenage girl and the movie follows, you know, high school girls. She's a high school girl. Uh, so Chris, the funny, the reason why it was so funny was because Chris had seen this movie when she was a teenager. Remember, ironically, we were just talking about this, like, you know, uh, the age gap. So this is 88. Chris isn't quite a teenager yet. She's born in 75, 85. So, yeah, she's a 14-ish, right? She's Mazzy's age. So she was in love with this movie when she was Mazzy's age. So she was like, oh, we have to watch this movie. And I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Chris was later, right? I'd heard of it before. I knew it was like a cult classic. It's got 7.2 and IMDb. And then we're starting to watch it. And I'm like, oh, shit, I've seen this movie before. But I don't remember a goddamn thing from it, right? Mm-hmm. And as I'm watching a movie, I'm like, oh, shit. I know why I didn't remember this fucking movie. Because it's fucking terrible and nothing makes any goddamn sense. It's so fucking off the wall bizarre. The biggest problem with the movie is the performances from everybody but Christian Slater and Winona Ryder is so bad. It's like I was literally like having a hard time. And I and I, I don't know if we but I remember it's a group of girls that like are mean to girls and one of them kills herself. It's, or yeah, something. it's a traditional bully, bunch of bully kids at school. And Christian Slater takes it upon himself to kind of like he's a villain to kind of like trick Win- Winona Ryder into being like a co-conspirator and they just start offing these these uh the the um the heathers there's three heathers and they do this where it's just you do realize it's a comedy right yes yes it's not funny though that's the problem 
There's nothing funny about it. But it's Christian it. Slater in his most Jack Nicholson and he's, ever. And he's doing exactly, exactly. And so that, and you can see, and he's charming. He looks great. You know, he's oh, dude, wore a trench coat in high school. Dude, cool. he's so fucking cool. And he's drinking and shit. And Winona Ryder's, Winona Ryder's performance, uh, everybody else is like, nobody, none of these. And then sadly, um, one of the characters, one of the Heathers, says a line in the movie. She goes, what's matter? Did you wake up with a brain tumor? Like, because the kid's like out of it or something like that. The poor actress dies at the age of 32, like 15 years later, of a fucking brain tumor. Wow. I, had to look, I had to look it up to like confirm because it was in the IMDb trivia. Sure enough, yeah, it's accurate. She accused of somebody having a brain tumor in the movie and then dies of that exact cancer. But you looked it up to see if, that, if somebody I actually had... died of that? Well, no. So what it was is I was looking well, at the trivia on IMDb. Oh, gotcha, right? gotcha, I do gotcha. that occasionally. And it says that the actress, uh, Kim Walker, died at the age of 32 of a brain tumor. Crazy. She's the one in the movie that said, what's the matter? Did you wake up with a brain tumor? Poor girl. Like, just the fucking worst. Like, I mean, obviously, it's just coincidence. But it's like, Jesus Christ. Dies at the age I of like 30. a movie that's got lines like, well, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Do I look like Mother Teresa? There's a bunch of, like, really hard arm. Yeah, and there's funny. There's There's... There's hard R lines, and considering it's like a teen drama, <laughs> but the 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 acting is so bad, the plot doesn't make any sense, and so yeah, again, it's like one of those. And Chris, you know, again, this is Winona's movie. writer's agent begged her not to be in the movie, saying her career would be over. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Chris Slater has stated that his performance was heavily inspired by Jack Nicholson. Right, he claims that he wrote a letter to Nicholson asking him to watch the film. Jack was like, even never responded. <laughs> Well, shit, Jack in 88, you know, he'd just done Batman. Well, and then interestingly enough, so it was the same year Winona Ryder does Beetlejuice, Mm -hmm. Tim Burton, right? Who, of course, does Batman just the year before, starring Jack Nicholson, right? Interesting. And then if you look at the IMDb, Glenn Shaddix, which plays one of the characters in Beetlejuice, is also in this. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. He's in that. So I'm sure him and Winona Ryder had some sort of connection. Mm -hmm. And then... Not but two years later does Winona Ryder do um, uh, 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 the kid, what's his name? Johnny Depp with the Knives. Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands, of course. And I think that's kind of what sets her as a real deal actress in Hollywood was Edward. So it was kind of interesting that whole, like you were talking about the eight and yeah, sort of there, yeah. six degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of thing. So uh, that's that that stuff is way more interesting than the movie. The movie gets a, a low waist. Like it's it's so bad. It's so hard to watch. Um, you know, if you saw it, like that Chris saw it a bunch a of times when of she time. was a kid and loved it, and she had a hard time watching it now as an adult because it's does not dark comedy for sure. But it's not funny, and so it's just a weird dark drama with. I don't know that with, scene where the guy's yelling about his dead gay son. He's wearing the football fo- jersey so and, and the and the and the. You know, I remember I was that people getting laughed out of that. So bizarre. Yeah, it's like it's funny to watch it because it's cringy, but it's in today's day and age, I I don't know, like it just doesn't resonate. Hmm. Yeah, it was hard. Where are we at? Uh, so you just did our target. Uh, only the strong. Only the strong. Have you guys ever seen that one? Don't think so. Again, filling my void. The martial arts movies. I always heard about this. The movie about that introduced the world to Capoeira. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Oh, isn't this uh, Donaldo's boy? Mark DeCascos? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, ex-Special Forces soldier Louis Stevens returns to Miami to find his former high school overrun by drugs and violence. A mesh of the Brazilian martial arts capoeira. Stevens pledges to straighten out a dozen of the school's worst students by teaching them this demanding, highly disciplined fighting style. So yeah, he goes to the school and he's like, hey, what the hell's going on? He's like, oh, he, he gets like the worst students and like, what you think is going to help him out? But it's like, if they've never changed, then you have all these like badass thugs becoming great martial artists and now they can really fuck people up. <laughs> Um, but it does that thing where, I mean, movies where, you know, you only train for a couple months and you're all making a black belt, you know what I mean? Mm. It take years and years, uh, or it starts to learn and starts to be better. Now, the interesting thing is Shelton Lateage. I never realized how much the motherfucker worked in all these old school action movies that I used to watch back in the day. This guy worked a lot of them. He directed Double Impact. He worked on Lionheart. Um, but I remember meeting, um, the guy, the Paco Christian Prieto, who played Silvera. He plays like the, the main bad guy in this movie. He was the bad guy, one of the bad guys that uh, he, Van Damme fights in Lionheart. Um, he fights him in the pool. When I went to a Blu-ray signing of Lionheart, he was there. And I remember the guy, when they introduced him, like, oh, he played Paco and and Strong. And I was like, what the fuck was, the fuck was that movie? Never seen it. Uh, but Mark Costco's, he's a good looking guy. He's a young, fit, artist of martial arts. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, he, he went on and did some things, you know. He went and did, he did the TV show of The Crow. He did like one season of that. He's in uh, Denal's favorite Brotherhood of the Wolf. Right, that I was say, that was deep. Yeah, deep and it's, he time, he right? also had fame as the Iron Chef for a while, apparently. Mm. And just recently, he was in John Wick Three. Um, so he, uh, yeah. Um, but again, he he suffered the thing of of uh, Philip Reeve from Best of the Best and just Speakman of the World, the Perfect Weapon, and only doing a couple movies here and there. But never really made that hump to like a uh, certain status. If you had like a certain grade level, you know, I don't think he ever left the, uh, you know, high, high C average, you know, maybe B minus average, you know what I mean? Right. Never made it to the A list, unfortunately. Um, but then I mean, he's not legit and can fight and, you know, be badass, but, you know, he just, uh, just, you know, never made it there, I guess. I don't know if it's too crowded. You know, got the Arnold Stallone's in the world and you gotta stand yourself apart, right? So, um, but this movie, you know, it was entertaining. It was it was okay. It was um, again, like I said, I just wanted to watch it, see what the whole thing was about. It was cool to see in Capoeira because I've seen uh, what was that one game? Uh, was it Virtual Fighter or was it Tekken? Was it Tekken that had the one Tekken. guy in Capoeira? It was Tekken, right? And remember how hard it was to fight against that technique? <laughs> yeah, dude. One of the times you tried to kick him, you just do a handstand, so you really couldn't kick him, right? You do the splits, or and then it was hard to use him to fight as if you wanted to use him, right? Yep. Do you remember? Do you remember struggling as a fighting as? Uh, yes, I do remember. Yeah, but it's also cool because you want to try because like maybe I could be good at this and nobody you else should learn that. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You couldn't. You do a lot of handstands and a lot of. It, it was hard. So maybe they can do it. You know, it's pretty cool. Um, we got did we get to see a little bit of it in Bloodsport? I feel like Bloodsport had like every like different fighting technique. Like Muay Thai, Capoeira had a big like Honda looking dude. So I was appreciated when they showed different types of martial arts. You know, we had the Steven Seagal's of the world doing the keto, uh, Jeff Speakman doing American Kempo. Um, so it was cool to see, you know, this style of fighting. So it was cool. Um, but just, you know, it just, unfortunately, you know, he just didn't make the cut, but, right. but from watching it, and like I said, um, filling that void of the movie, my checklist, I wasn't disappointed. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, that was, it was entertaining. It was cool. But I rewatch it. Maybe when I was younger, I'd watch it more, but again, I was just stuck watching other movies at the time. So, um, could this maybe made the rotation if I was younger? Maybe, but um, for now I'm just giving it a, you know the doll that I watched and enjoyed it. So I'd buy that for a dollar. 
I'm not sure if they made other ones on this one too, but I was like when Jeffrey Lewis shows up because he showed up in uh, Double Impact. He played like Van Damme's like uncle, a friend. <laughs> Mellow Man Ace was in the movie. He played student rapper. Holy shit. Remember Mellow Man Ace? No. Oh, come on. You don't know his song? Tony, I know you know the song. Come on. Or Mellow Man Ace. Mellow Man Ace? Oh, come on. You guys don't remember Mellow Man Ace? Wah, wah, wah. We just said oh, earlier in the podcast that we don't remember names. Mellow Man Ace sang the song Mentirosa. Don't speak Spanish. Dude, he would sing Spanglish. He would rap in English and Spanish. And he even had the subtitle in the bottle. Check this Mentirosa out, is a lie. Listen. Yes, I remember this song. This, I remember this song. You can hear it, yeah. right? Play it. Leo, last night you didn't go. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that's not my niece. <laughs> he was in it. That's pretty cool. So people using rappers in action way back in the day. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, what do you got next? Uh, nowhere to run? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker had so many extras. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, man, I was sick. Man, just lying there, run. Right, right. no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I watch a lot of YouTube when I'm on, when I'm sick. Yeah. I feel good. I remember watching Nowhere to Run again, you know. watch. I had to watch every Van Damme movie. And uh, this one was different, though. This one, he doesn't really do his, like, traditional, like, roundhouse kicks and fighting. This one actually was, like, an actual, like, like he wanted to make, like, a, like, you know, serious movie. Action, drama, romance. As Sam, an escaped convict, lands on a farmland owned by a widow. When he learns that a ruthless contractor is trying to take over her land, he helps her to fight against injustice. Dude, and that's it's it, man. Kieran Culkin's in it. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's younger brother. He's great in it. Uh, apparently, Van Damme did some time for his friend. Um, and he felt bad for him, so he um, he uh, gave him some some money for him to go. Hey, man, to live off of this, you know. I'm sorry you did the time for me, but here's some money. Here's a suit, you know. Hopefully, you can uh, you can you can you can do well. And then he kind of come, comes across uh, Karen Culkin and his mom, who uh, this they contracted, which is I believe the guy that was in Mighty Ducks who plays uh, he's super. He's a nice guy, uh, uh, Joss Eklund. I think he's um, and the rest of us is like um, German dude, the coach, right? Was it him? Uh, I can't remember now, but yeah, he Ted Levine's in it. Bang, bang, bang! Oh right, Pete. right, all right, bad Pete, guy. By the way. He's another oh, Mr. Dunstan. Um, did he die? Yeah, he just died recently. Oh shit! Dang. About last couple of years, within the last year or two, because he's in Heat too, of course, and that he's right, one of right. the cops in Heat. Man, I'm looking to see when did he. Are you sure he died? This is born May 1997. Dude, die. if he's still alive, I feel terrible. You fucking dick. Google. Well, he, Tony, you have Google he's also, of course, put the lotion in the basket. No, no, no. Harley can look thing. it up on his own. Yeah, let Harley look it up. That's fucked up, man. I know. I've yeah, he was a warden in Shutter Island, and uh, yeah, he was uh, yeah, in Buffalo he's Bill like, and Sansa Lambs. Yeah, that's, I think, his oh, he, he was heat in Bosco. But yeah, he's got, and he was in <laughs> The Fast and Furious, the first one, which got to the string boys. But yeah, dude, he's great in it, too. Um, but yeah, Van Damme, actually, you know, for, um, you know, uh, you know, from being from Belgium and the accent, he does. Uh, he does really well. They got to do the gimmick where you always got to say he's from Canada or some, you know, somewhere from. You know, he's got to speak French. Got to explain the accent, which is always funny. Um, but yeah, this one was cool, man. A really cool lo- lo- locale, like the area. 
it's like a real farm town, and, and he's just, you know, he's coming Cuck in. Cocksucker's still there. alive. Told you, you stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. Fucked up, man. And, uh, yeah, it was funny. This movie always, um, I was appreciating movies that showed uh, titties when I was younger. So, oh, uh, if I okay. get to see Rosanna or get titties and twice in it, um, always a plus. <laughs> and the relationship between him and Kieran Culkin is so cool, man, too. It's so funny. Um, he's, he's such a good actor. The little kid actor is good. So it's like, and there's, there's two brothers, man. They're, they're talented. Um, he's yeah, the greatest villain in Secession. Oh, yeah? Oh, how funny. Call, yeah, yeah Calkin. God, he's such a yeah. fucking spoiled brat who's just he, like this. Uh, he's so oh, funny. Yeah, he's so good. Van Damme, yeah. uh, he ex, um, uh, Rosanna Kitt's uh, ex-husband uh, owned a Triumph, and uh, he, he fixes it up, and he rides in. He has a cool uh, chasing, cops chasing him when he's on the bike, which is pretty cool. And it does that gimmick where Harley hates where they switch to uh, fucking dirt off-road tires on the street oh. bike. Right, right. I'll never fucking forget you saying that. And I always look for that. It fucking bugs me every <laughs> goddamn fucking time. It was time. they did it in the Mission you said Impossible it one time, movie. Like, yeah, and was, I'll never forget. And I always yeah, have to look at that now. And it, it was fucking it was bugs me. Blatantly obvious. The Mission yeah, Impossible. It was your review of Mission Impossible two, and you're like, oh, I fucking hate when they do that. And I always look at it. Another. They see where. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. You see uh, him, see him peeling out, and the tires spinning. I'm like, are those all four tires? Fuck well, it must be because he's driving during the dirt. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no other one, man. It's cool because it shows a little different side of Van Damme. You know, he's still doing his action shit and stuff. But uh, uh, this one's got a really you know cool story, and um, it's got a heart. And so, man, I, I dug it, man. I, I always appreciate. It. I was I like this one too, and uh, it, this wasn't. He was still not to uh, straight to DVD status yet, so he was still you know doing some cool movies. So yeah, this one's a, a high dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. And now, Spirited. Mm, that's right. We wanted to catch a new uh, holiday movie uh, before the before the. Never year. seen this, Tony. Yeah. Ever seen this, Tony? You ever seen this? Never in my goddamn life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a musical version of Charles Dickens' story, a musical misanthrope was taken on a mental journey. So yeah, you guys already talked about it. Both of you guys already seen it. So I was going to put my two cents. Um, I, I dug it. I uh, I like the way they show the inner workings. Uh, like a modern take on it, you know, and it's like a right. production, which was like that was cool. Um, I, I like that Ron Reynolds was just like, not fucking around, like, nah, you can't change him. He was, uh, what did, the, what did this file say? Irredeemable. Was, Unredeemable. Irredeemable. That's it, yeah. Right. And then Bill's like, no, I'm gonna try. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, they worked good together. And, um, and yeah, dude, you, I, you guys already talked a lot about it. So I'm just gonna say, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's a good time. It's, it's, it's something new. It's kind of smart to add a um, make a Christmas movie and a musical. I feel like you're gonna check it. I think this like this guy reads one of his favorite movies of all time. It's a Christmas movie and a musical. Right. Fuck, right. he's got a Bill Farrell when he was playing his shtick. But in this movie, it works for me. Yeah. You know, kind of a surprise. Yeah, yeah he probably been away from Ryan Reynolds a long time and Will Ferrell. So oh, I've been complaining about himself. the Ryan Reynolds shtick for a good, yeah. good solid year, but. Yeah. He was good in it. Yeah, I liked him as the villain. Yeah, so, yeah, I got to say good afternoon, and I'm buying it for a dollar. Good afternoon. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, that's it. We're through cool. the extras. Nice. Yet to only, come was cool to the Reaper. <laughs> kids, it's only 1040. Ooh. Well, you got a bang or something, Harley? What's up? No, I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> you know. Okay. Any calls, cool. Tony? Nope. All right, so you've got more time, Harley. Yeah, I was going to say, that'll buy us a bunch of time. Banger of the year. It's called Cheat Code. 
I think I played it for you guys before. It might have, yeah, let's see. Chop them up mm. like spaghetti. Nice. Was, I was gonna say, does, aren't you? Aren't you? Did you have fear of her getting up and start dancing when you playing that loud? Was that on just in your headphones? <laughs> That's all in my head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, on. she's she's put to bed hours ago. Okay. There you go. Nice. You got yeah, any my, bangers my of the year? Up, yeah. I'm trying to think, something that was new. These are all old songs. I'm trying to think if anything was new. Not that it was new. Yeah, this song itself is from 2021, but I guess I played it in 2022. Yeah. Hmm. I'll send you this. <clears throat> I stumbled upon this. It's not a, it never got a release. It was just a white label. It's just a mash. Um, okay. You'll have to play it right around the one hour mark. Yeah, right at the one hour mark. Here we are lost in 2020. Head to my socials now for more info. Until next time, stay safe. I'll be back here again next week. Drum code for life. Isn't this the song from a... Yeah. It's a mashup of the time from... Time, uh, yeah. But it works with the when it, when it hit. Yeah, yeah. found at the end of this hour long set <laughs> well the produ- the dj producer is will clark and um he's one of my i'm a big fan of his production techno dj slash producer british guy Florida. i'm trying to think i can't see i'm seeing like it says ghost live in anaheim was the one i listened to the most 
I just like to play music when I'm taking a shower or something. If I just played that all the time. I don't know. But that song Weedus by uh, Teenage Dirtbag was that in that TikTok fate. You show your younger picture with your oh, parents yeah. and then all grown up. Yeah. That song was on there. I must have listened to that a lot too. Uh, but then I was listening to a lot of Iron Maiden and Slipknot because I was go see them live. Um, yeah, so I can't tell. I'm trying to think if I saw it. I heard anything new. Man, they had a new album come out, but it's like older stuff. I did see Ice Line Killers live this year, so when did that album come out? Their newest one. I say that one. I have to choose one from that album. Let's see. Welcome to Horror would come out. Let's see. With that one. Come on, Wikipedia. Don't let me down. Release date October 5th, 2021. Okay, so that's no, that's no good. Let's just do an old song. You know what? I, I just listening, um, let's do, fuck it. Let's do Stan Bush Fight to Survive from fucking Bloodsport. Baby synth all over it, man. That shit's, oh, it pumps me up. What was it called? Fight to Survive, Stan Bush. Oh, you'll know when you hear it. You put that shit on your headphones, you go to the gym, you're fucking lifting, lifting, stacking weights, son. You remember that when the tournament starts? Sounds familiar. I think they literally say Kumite. Kumite in the chorus. <laughs> Got the great 80s voice. Oh, man. Samoa man and man damn they got that movie soundtrack on lock isn't this like the training montage scene like when mm-hmm. it's like clips from it oh he's fucking them all up right you know, it's like the montage of yeah. him like making it through the round right? uh huh yeah There it is. Yep. See? God, I've seen it. Really. So I'm saying you just, you just, you just know the song, man. Just by watching the movies over and over again. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'll go with that. Yeah, man. So yeah, crazy year, right? Um, should we do a recap next year? Next week? <laughs> yeah, because we'll be talking about the movies uh, All this in 2022. Last year, so. Next year. Right on. And we still got a few more days left. A lot of, still time for shit to happen. That's true. That is true. Or more people, or Ted Levine can die for fucking Harley. <laughs> crying out loud. Dick. From a so tumor? always just goes to that first. Yeah, brother. Yeah, exactly. From a brain tumor? Oh, God. Don't say that. If it happens, <laughs> I'm very upset. I'm very upset. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I just thought of another show I'm going to add on my account, though. Nice. I, I was afraid I wasn't going to have anything on my top ten, but now let's see. I'm, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, now sixteen. So I'm going to have to actually make some cuts. I'm excited. Have you guys even thought of yours? Maybe? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I will look it up about 15 minutes before we start. <laughs> like right. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Should we go live again like we did last time? <laughs> All right. Okay, who had the homework this week? Uh, was that me? I think that was me, Jesus. Uh, oh, did you say it? Jesus? Yeah, did you refer me, to Jesus? yourself as genius? No, I said Jesus. Is it me, Jesus? Oh. They kind of sound like he was referring to himself. I was okay. I'm not crazy. No, no, you I mean, I'm crazy, yeah. but I'm not that crazy. <laughs> He's like, who picked it? I did. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, but the way you said, yeah, it, they all work. Like, they all work. I mumble a lot. That happens. Jesus. Uh, yeah. This is Inside Lewin Davis, uh, recommended by Ryan the Bear. Um, 
supposed to be the breakout role for Oscar Isaac. Sure. From 2013, A Week in the Life of a Young Singer as he navigates the Greenwich Village folk scene of 1961. Uh, Coen Brothers, written and directed. They got a thing for for uh, folk, folk, music. folk music, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Old Brother, we're out there. I think. Oh, they did that movie too? Mm-hmm. Because that makes sense. Yeah, this uh, this movie says started off kind of slow, especially like I was like, he's really playing that whole song right at the right at the beginning. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Jesus every, Christ, man. it's like every time they played a song, it was like they played oh, the, the whole song, song and then part of the next song. <laughs> like it's a fucking concert. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Said that. Yeah, every time he played, it was just like, damn. Yeah, uh, yeah most other movies they just cut it right. Short right, but no, this one. Made you, made you sit there. Were like, nah, we're gonna play this shit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of just um, it's it's oh, seems like it's, so it's blurry too. It's trying to make it what blurry? Yeah, you get that weird like like haze to it the whole movie. That might be part of the movie. Like oh, it might I'm be sure intentional. Yeah. Okay. okay. To make it look it was in the sixties. Oh, yeah. To make it look like he's constantly in a daze. Like that's his life. Like like uh, I mean this. What almost ten years old? We can we can spoil it, right? Like oh, it feels yeah. like the movie. The point of the movie What's is to show to spoil <laughs> uh, the last scene is the exact same scene from the opening scene. So so it's like, is he stuck in a time loop, or what the fuck is going on? Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, I understand what you're saying, but but explain to me because I was bored to tears watching this fucking movie. That, so that's the only thing about the spoiler that I was going to talk about is that the end of the movie, it's like whoa, 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 and I th- and I think this is the reason why Ryan wanted to talk to me about it is that's to talk I was about. Going to ask you, yeah, this particular thing in per- I I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it yet, um, but I'm pretty sure this is the thing in particular that he wants to talk about. Is like, is this a Groundhog Day movie except that it's taking a whole week, or what the fuck is going on? Um, no, the b- end is the beginning. Like, the, like it is the he. I, I think the movie is just trying to say this. That that's his. That's his. His life is live like that, right and it's now. on repeat. On the phone right now. It's on repeat. Like that's. I think that's what the movie is trying to say. Like they are. They the the big. So the the way the movie started, it opened with a final scene, and then right. it flashed back a week. Right. And then it led us up to that same moment. I think that's what actually happened. It wasn't a time loop or anything. They showed us the end at the beginning. And then they walked us through a week in his life all the way to the same end that they showed at the beginning. And then they cut. And then that's it. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's just a loser stuck in this life. Well, it says in the Wikipedia, it says, in an expanded version of the film's opening scene, Davis performs at the gaslight. Pappy teases him for heckling the previous evening singer and says that a friend of him is waiting in the alley as blah, blah, blah. Davis watches a young Bob Dylan perform behind the gaslight. He's beaten by the suited man for having cruelty, cruelly heckled his wife the previous night's performer. Davis watches as the man leaves and attacks, bidding him walk. Yeah, that's not that's exactly what happened. What was what was extra? <laughs> you didn't you didn't reveal much. Oh yeah, it says <laughs> it just says Wikipedia article. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm just saying. I'm, I'm reading the last you and it just fucking read the article. Version, because at the beginning we don't realize why he gets the shit kicked out of him. And at the end, we realize why he got the shit kicked. That's all. We lost me once Justin Timberlake came on the screen. I was already mad. This movie was so hard to watch. Seriously, it just didn't make sense to me. I'm like, what's going on? 
It wasn't that it didn't make sense. It was just boring. And it was like, I get that. Okay, cool. He's got the fucking cat around. And, 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 and it, you know, it's like there's, there's some moments that are kind of compa- compelling with the Carrie Mulligan character. But she's like overreact, overacting or something like that. So there's something about her performance that bugs me that I get I get get bumped so I've overused that in the past um, and then the Garrett Hedlund character who doesn't fucking speak the John Goodman character who's like fucking a heroin addict it's just like I don't care <laughs> it's like one scene to introduce quirky characters and then and then another scene to introduce more quirky characters you know and then but it and yeah I mean sure like all the performances are fine they're all serviceable don't get me wrong I think the problem for me is I'm the subject matter doesn't um, the sort of struggling life of a struggling musician doesn't interest me, um, it, it, you know. So it, you know, I was saying when the movie was over, I was like, dude, if you were like a hardcore folk music fan, you might like this movie just because of the it's like we talked about, like there's so much there's so much music in it. Um, but unless you're like a crazy fan of folk music from the that period and even then it's like you'd have to be like unless you're like a crazy coen brothers fan and a yeah it's like you have to be the perfect <laughs> you're very, you're person it down. right you're very so there's like group. three people that like this movie <laughs> <laughs> and they all 7.4 on imdb which is bizarre to me it's like a five point. yeah no it gets a full waste of time for me. wow that would be a waste of time no, Look, I mean, Oscar I, Isaac and Carrie Mulligan worked uh, together before in, in a better movie called Drive. All right, this was right. Movie, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I like that movie a lot better. Yeah, this one I just could not get into it. It probably didn't help that I was fucking feeling like shit too. You were fucking? It. Yeah, that wouldn't help. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's just it just like 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 Harley said, it's just boring. I couldn't get in the there's nothing for me to be involved. I just. The subject matter, like you said, and what, like, the thing you do when bands get together and they're making music and they're getting famous, like, you know, I love that shit, but with this one, I just could not care less. I just, I just didn't. Well, he hates it, right? He is this ultimate, like, everybody's a fake artist except me. Mm -hmm. And so I think as the audience, you're supposed to appreciate it when he sings, and then when other bands sing, it's all, like, campy and cheesy. And so he's just like, he just is constantly like this, you know, hypercritical, like he feels like it's all crazy beneath him. And he's like, I don't want to fucking sing with other people. Let me hear well, myself. The main issue is that he lost his partner to suicide and that's fucking him up. He can't continue doing music because he's constantly reminded of his partner who killed himself. And that's his struggle. That's why he can't continue with music. But, but he does. That's all he, he has. Continue no, with his music. No, he doesn't. He continues with his music because he, that's all he has. He can't do anything else. He's not then trying why did he to go make to the it. one guy and try to audition. Because he's know. he's trying. He like, but but like he, he he's trying to make it work because he doesn't know anything else. Right. And then he finally went back to try to work on the sea, and that fell and through for him. He's like, well, fuck. Thing, and then that tried to, that fell through. It's not like, like he's not in this movie. He's not doing it because he has a passion for music. He's doing it be, just to make ends meet. It's like, it's my fucking gig. Like, don't tell me to fucking sing and play a guitar for your fucking family. It's my job. Respect the fucking job. I don't want to do it here in front of your family. That is not a passion. That's an obligation. And that's the, what music became for him after his partner committed suicide. And that's, that's, what, that, that's what he's struggling with through the whole movie. And that's why he's stuck in the rut that he's in. Because he's, 
that's all he knows, but he can't, he can't do it mentally and emotionally. He just can't get into it. But the movie doesn't do a good job of explaining that. Like <laughs> you kind of have to, no, you have to pick it out and tease it out right. of it. So yeah, yeah. more entertaining decided. enough. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a waste of time for me as well. That would be a waste of time. Uh, for me, I give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I think I think it was just slow enough to let me think about what the movie's trying to tell me without distracting me that it's too slow. Other than that first part at the beginning, I'm like, why is he singing this whole song? <laughs> After that happened, I was I was fine because now I'm trying to piece together his life and like what the fuck is going on, what's going on with him and, and his emotional state, his mental state. Like like I I, I was I was constantly trying to you know psychotherapize the guy through the movie and there were moments where it was slow enough that i could do that and it and i didn't lose part of the movie so that was entertaining enough for me it was that i was you know trying to pick it apart i don't we report back to us when you talk to the baroness and that was yeah yeah i'm curious i'm curious why why he wanted me like he really wanted me to watch it so we can talk about it so i'll definitely report back cool cool all right, the extra credit. I think it was Harley. I did. I picked Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You know, it's interesting. I'll say this. I saw the trailer to the new Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not one of those, like, I'm not one of those hardcore Indiana Jones, right? Like, just thinks it's like the Star Wars guys, right? Like, my entire life. It's like, I got the hat and the fucking whip. And so... Like the first, the first three movies are fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I, I wanted, Mazzy saw this one and was like, so wait, which one is this? And I'm like, this is the fourth one. And she was like, can we, should we, can we watch the other three? And I was like, I'm sure. I, I think we have seen them since, mm-hmm. but you were probably too young to remember. So interesting. I'd be curious. Have you guys, you guys have seen the trailer to the new one, the, the clock or whatever the fuck it's called? Nope. And, nope. And it's, oh, you haven't seen the trailer to it? Nope. nope. Didn't, don't care. Don't care to. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Not well, interesting. well, because what's his name's directing it? Who? The guy who did Logan uh, and and uh, uh, well, Ford and Mustang or whatever the movie's called, Ford and Ferrari. Yeah, Ford v Ferrari. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't think of his name. Anyway, Hackford or some shit like that. No, 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 no. It's no. not Taylor Hackford. No. What's his name? Steven Spielberg. No, that's that's the thing is he's not Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Z E M. There it is. Oh my god! Tony or Donaldo's pissing. Longest running joke of all time. Uh, that guy. I'm that fucking over IMDb. They they want to fuck shit up, and I'm like, change it up. I don't even have to change it up. It's James Mangold. James Mangold. There you go. All right. So I saw the trailer to this. I think we even talked about it the week before, and this is one of the reasons why I picked the movie. Because I was like, yeah, all right, cool, looks fun. Um, I'm, I think James Mangold is an incredibly talented filmmaker. And so I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. And I remember seeing Kingdom of the Crystal Skull once. Mine um, have seen it in the theater, but I don't remember. And I remember kind of just being kind of like, what the fuck? <sighs> kind of throughout the whole thing. And because I wasn't a huge, like, Indiana Jones fan, like, I wasn't, I didn't have, like, this preconceived notion of, like, what it had to be or what it should be. I just kind of watched it for what it was. And I kind of did that again now. And it's it's a weird one. It's kind of a hit or miss. Like, I feel like the movie works if you watch it in a sense as an Indiana Jones movie 
and don't judge it too harshly as being <laughs> an action adventure kind of thing. Like the little indie quips. It works for the most part. It gets a little weird towards the end, obviously. Um, but it's got the villain, Kate Blanchett's in it. And, you know, undecided on Shia LaBeouf. I mean, he's a talented filmmaker. Or actor, although I think he did direct him. Um, you know, obviously we're passing the torch off to him, although it didn't happen. And so we're having... He was too old to play Indiana Jones in 2008. And I saw the trailer. I played the trailer for the dial of the destiny for Mazzy afterwards. And I was like, no, <laughs> like, no, he's like in his, he's 80. Like you can't be Indiana Jones anymore when you're fucking 80 years old. Like stop. Like there, it's there. We're talking dial of destiny or kingdom of the crystal skull. What well, the fuck's going on? He was, <laughs> he was too old to be indie in this. Yep. Like I felt like when I was watching and they even referenced his age kind of thing. And like, it's cool, right? He's like 65 or some shit. And he's like, all right, cool. You're not fucking Han Solo no more. You know what I mean? Like, the first indie movie came out when I was in diapers, right? And you're still being indie? Like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. So it's a struggle. Like, there's parts of it that I like. There's parts of it that I don't like. Um, some of the CG, some of the special effects, like in the fucking the jungle, do not hold up well. Um like the driving on the cliffside, it just it just looks bad. It just it just, it, it just looks terrible. Um, but then there are some parts like the ants, very compelling. Like the dude gets dragged into the ant hole. Spoiler alert! I'm like, ugh, like that shit sucks. You know, everybody, the villain has the fucking henchman, and he is it, and it's it's got all the sound effects when you punch somebody. It's like, Pachish! oh god, wow. yeah, those sound effects were insane. <laughs> Cut <laughs> all that shit. So it, it it has all the indie things that we love. At the same time, it feels a little bit like a cash cow or cash grab, excuse me. And 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 you know, I look, I've read some of the Wikipedia and I read the plot, and it's like George Lucas. He wrote this was like an early idea that he had about aliens and shit. But you know, whatever when the movie came out, they didn't want it just want to be blatant aliens. So they're like, oh, it's gonna be multi-dimensional being. Same thing. Right, exactly, exactly. It plays out like a fucking alien movie. So it's a I, I the alien is anything it. that's not from Earth, right? Exactly. Including this and plane of existence. So fuck clearly off. Clearly, that traditional, uh, yeah, you yeah, know that we yeah. we all know from our child. And so it, it's a, I struggle with this. I, I really do. What what do you guys? Fonz fell asleep. I'm here. <laughs> oh, yeah. For me, uh, it was like I barely remember the movie. I watched it three days ago, four days ago. I don't know. Let's see. Today's Tuesday. I watched it on Sunday, I think, um, after we came home from Christmas. And I barely remember the fucking thing. Like, <laughs> it, it's definitely just like, whoop, just it's it's not not memorable. Um, like, I like the idea of the the crystal uh, skeleton that they had going for the beings. Um, I like that idea, and but but. It was just not very well fleshed out. Like it just kept getting distracting. We're like, oh, it's magnetic. And then, you know, everything, all this stuff is magnetized and then stuff isn't magnetized. And I kept on trying to look at what was magnetized. I don't know. Like, uh, they had that, like, that was the only cool part for me was, oh, the, the, the crystal skeleton. And it, that's not enough. Uh, the action, eh, I don't, I don't care for it. It wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, the puzzling. That's usually an, uh, a fun aspect 
of these kind right. of movies. Yep. You know, like the platforming that you get from, um, you know, like Uncharted. And I feel like they have that blah, 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 blah. I think they made afterwards like Tomb Raider and, and yeah, like Tomb Raider, right. blah blah blah. Right. All of those yeah. kind of have you know have that aspect to it. And this one had a little bit of it, but it was it was it couldn't save the movie. There was too much of the movie that was just like it, it didn't it didn't hold my attention enough. Yeah, Kate Blanchett was cool. She was like a cool villain and everything, but there's too much CG, right? Like, it was like a oh. lot. It was just like, every like chasing of the fucking monkeys, just like, man, right. this is so bad. I remember like, that's the theater the first time I watched it, and uh, Amy was so mad that it was introduced aliens into the movie. I'm like, why are they introducing aliens into this fucking thing? And it's like, really? What's the uh, problem with aliens? Because it's not, it's a fucking Indiana Jones movie. What's the problem with aliens? I don't understand what the problem is. They never mentioned it, nothing, until the very end. No, no, no. The the previous installments, no, they hinted it. The previous installments were of always of more original context, right? Um, The the Covenant, the, uh, although what's the second one? Um, The Temple of Doom, right? It's more of just like voodoo, not voodoo, but like. What's the supernatural element? It's a supernatural element, right? The guy's like fucking ripping hearts out by his, with his hands, right? Um, and then the third one, of course, the uh, the cup, the the fountain of youth. Um, so is it the fountain youth, or is it just like a cup that brings forever? No, no, that's chalice, right? So you're not a huge fan either, or not a huge right? So it's fan. either religion, some some Jesus blood something or other, right? Voodoo or, or aliens, some or ghosts. <laughs> Or aliens. What the fuck right. else do you want? <laughs> right. Like, I, I, the, the alien part doesn't bother me so much. Especially since there's a lot of the, those ideas that are put out there in terms of history. Like all, like, all the ancient civilizations have some kind of story of some being coming to help them. Like, that's, that's a thing. That's a real thing that they've found in all the ancient civilizations. That they all have this story of, like, right. a god that came to help them and taught them how to... Um, had to farm and blah, talk, blah, blah. Did they talk about that in the movie? Did they that's, bring it up at That's all? not the point, though. Uh, I The reason I brought that up is that it's not so far-fetched to have an alien they concept. They do a good job of bringing it up in the movie. I believe that's what we're... It was just like at the VA, like, oh, guess, by, by the, guess what? I guess what? We're going to throw this in for the next movie. Like, what? We didn't even want this one. Who asked for this one? Just fucking wanted to make more money. <laughs> well, again, and I, I tend to come off. It's too old to play it, and they wanted Shia LaBeouf to take the reins and somebody else. Right. So they wanted even, I think at one point, Jeremy Renner or fucking Chris Pratt. And, you know, but like, no, we want to see Harrison Ford. Like, no, nobody wants to see Harrison Ford, you know? Deep fake him if you're going to make him, right? Like, Oh, really? With how much you guys complain I about think- CG? You want him a deep fake? Whom that's not going to work. I'm saying that's well, what that's, they would do, right? They de-age him in this movie. Yeah. The Dial of the Destiny. No, they don't de-age him in Kingdom of I think they de-age him. Oh, and what, oh, fuck, fuck. what ruined de-aging for me was the Scorsese we just oh, saw. No. The Irishman. It'll because get better. It'll get better. You can de-age a face. You can't de-age the way not yet. eight-year-old athletic moves. I wonder De Niro and Pesci were beating up that guy. They look old as fuck. They're you know? old as fuck, but their face looks like they're, they're trying to kick somebody. <laughs> just looks fucking terrible. And I have a feeling that that's going to be the issue. It's Harrison Ford is going to be cracking a whip, and his arm's going to be all, like, fucking sticky and shit, but his face is going to look all smooth. And I'm just like, I saw the trailer. I played the trailer for this, for the for Dial of Death, and when I saw it, I'm nope, no thanks. As opposed to I saw it before Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I was like, yeah, all right, cool. It looks fun. So it was weird. Like, I kind of bought into the hype, and then I watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I was like, there's no way they pull it. It's just too forced. The motherfucker's 80 years old. Like, yeah. 
I don't. You I got, don't. And I you don't... got. T- you got six-year-old Tom Cruise fucking jumping off ramps and shot a motorcycle fucking yeah. skydiving and shit at 60 with no CG. So. Whoa, he's oh, drinking, Chris. like, children virgin blood Children's or something. Children's blood. Yeah, like, oh, that I'm motherfucker's deep from? into that Scientology. planes and shit and flying off skydive for fun. So. With that Working. said, I've seen the stunt. It doesn't look wild. He just rides a motorcycle. Oh, could you do that? And could then base jumps. Of course. He did it for, like, six times. Oh, you can well, do that. Well, I mean, with some training, I, I've never skydived before. But if, if I skydived, I'm sure if you look at it, it's literally he just quiet, calmly rides off, lets the motorcycle he fall. Would nev- from he under would him. never do that. He, no, of course. Well, I would he wouldn't do it. But I get what he's saying is that it doesn't take that much skill to perform right. the maneuver. It takes a lot of balls to perform the maneuver. Yep. Nicely said, Harley. Nicely said. <laughs> I'd rather watch that Mission Possible than the other. I want to go back and rewatch. I I saw Indiana Jones in the I saw the third one so many. They try to make you know, hey, look at the callbacks. Look, we got uh, what's her face back right. on this. Yeah, I just, yeah, I yeah. just didn't care. Like, no, whatever. I didn't either. A waste of time for me. Ouch. That would be a waste of time. Really? I'm right there with you. It's that would be a waste of time. It would be it would be a low low dollar if it wasn't if it wasn't the fourth sequel or the third sequel. Right, and we just we could just really. You think it. standalone it, it, it holds up? Part six, it would... <laughs> <laughs> like I, I would give it a break, but it feels too much like a cash grab. And cash grabs, I I, I lose it. You lose half a point. If it was part three, it would have been okay. But since it was part four, part four, I'm like, like, eh, you've drawn the line at number four. <laughs> now you crossed the line, mate. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest with you, part three is like from ninety. So it was like Way they, they brought this one back. Like Rather making another one years so. later. And then bring the fucking. It's like it's just it's just Hollywood can't come up with anything, and they're like, "Look, if we do this right, we can make a lot of fucking money." Why did they, they should? Why did they go the Bond route, where they just cast a different actor but keep the name and just you know, like they just change it? You know? I dig, I do, and and I don't. I do, but recognize Harrison Ford with indie. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Indiana Jones is too character. tied to that. Uncharted might alone, be able to pull it off, but is Rocky, right? He can't make. Yeah, that's true. At least with Bond, he's got a code name. Yes, and so you can change you, the code name can be applied to anybody. So in terms of the storyline, they can do that. But yeah, you're right. Indiana Jones isn't a code name, so it's really hard to sell a story. Bond movies are episodic. If that's the right term I'm using, where it's like each movie you can watch kind of independently. I mean, I Same with say, Indiana Jones. You're supposed to be able to I, watch each one of those. No, separately. I agree. I, to, I totally agree. With you. It's like the, it's like what you're saying is like the main problem is that they tried to reuse the same actor who just is not. It's not believable that he could do all the shit that he's doing. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing if you're fucking, um, you know, uh, fucking Clint Eastwood who sits on a fucking chair and just says, "Get off my lawn." Right, he's not. He's not being. He's not an action movie. Right, right. Like if if yeah, it's just. I guess they tried to do that with Shia LaBeouf, but I guess that fell through. Yeah, nobody, nobody wanted to. Nobody cared. No, that's a bummer. I, I I will say, like the motorcycle scene was fun. Like that action set 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 piece was fun. Sure. And there's it doesn't feel CG heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after that, bananas. Thanks, but no thanks. Like you could easily pull that off in 2022, and it would look great. But in 2008, it did not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was a waste of time for me too. By the way. Oh, a waste of time. 
terrible. Right. You were. I thought you were going to give it a dollar. Ooh. No. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like the idea of the crystal skull and the crystal skeleton, and that's it. <laughs> and maybe the motorcycle. Yeah. You know what? The motorcycle is cool. You're right. I did enjoy that motorcycle, but um, right. nope. I gave the motorcycle. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So yeah. So for next uh, time we record, we'll be doing our top ten. So no homework assignments uh, mm-hmm. from for the next two weeks. All right. How was y'all's week and week? Let's see. Holiday week. It was on. Uh... We'll go first. And I started on this Saturday. We went to a Legoland for a couple hours. That was Christmas Eve, right? Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. We went there and then they actually had some rides that were open that weren't open before. Uh, like the Unikitty one that just kind of goes up and down. It's a little bigger than those, than the one in the, like where the mummy ride is. So it's like, all right, cool. This is a new one. It's a, it's all like Legoland movie. This one theme they changed, uh, in Legoland. Tony, you ever been in Legoland? Nope. Okay. So, yeah. So, everything's all foreign. I'm going to talk about this later on. But, yeah. So, this is an area. It was fun. I went over to my sister's house and uh, had some tamales. Played some games. There's just one game. Um, Are you garbage? Like, if you answer these things, you know. Essentially, like, it's huh. calling you white trash or, or right. you know. Right. You do these things. So, we were playing those. We are playing that. And then um, we were playing LCR. And River won $12. That was pretty cool. He was nice. happy. Yeah. Walked around after we ate and saw some Christmas lights. This one house had it. was really cool. Changed the gifts and then went home and I felt like shit the next day. Um, kids were super stoked. Uh, opened up their gifts and uh, uh, I said we just chilled. I mean they, they were the crew was playing with his Legos. Uh, River Ring got roller skates, so they were on those all day. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, just pretty much chilled and did that. Um, it was low key, and then uh, Amy's mom came by later. Um, and made spaghetti, and I couldn't. I thought I had COVID, man, because I couldn't smell or taste anything. Oh no! And I was like, "Oh shit, I got COVID! I got COVID!" Because like last time I, when I had COVID, I could still taste and smell, which was weird. But this time I couldn't. So I'm like, "Oh, I for sure got it." So I took a test, didn't have it. So I'm like, "Huh?" I'm like, "All right, it's weird." Um, code's still a little lingering there, there, but I, I do feel a lot better than I did. Um, like the, like the first. Yeah, couple you said days. you had a fever. <clears throat> well, I thought I did. I don't know. I mean, oh, I, I don't know if I did or not. You never checked your temperature. No. Um, I just soaked my lenses protecting my neck. So I, oh, could do. I didn't really check my tent, you know. So I finally went outside today. I'm like, I need some fresh air. Took you a little for a walk. And I was looking at my uh, steps counter and I was trying to get, I got uh, to like at least 6,000. So I was supposed to get with that. I was like, cause I have a hard time breathing. <laughs> so I was like, man, I, I, I got to chill. <laughs> but I need to get outside and move, and move cause I was just lying around the whole time. Mm-hmm. Another couple of days. So I was like, if I don't get around and move. I'm going to watch another Van Damme movie and I got to get out of here. The guys, <laughs> the guys are going to kill me. <laughs> so no, it was just chill, man. It was just us. And, uh, like I said, Christmas Eve with my family and then I'm here. And normally we'd have three Christmases by now. You know what I mean? We'd have one more with, uh, Amy's side, but, mm. um, we might do something this, this sometime this week. So like, the kids are getting right. spoiled. They're getting three fun Christmases. Right. They're asking for the third one. I'm like, yo, man. Grandparents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, yo, you're lucky you get two. I mean, you know, one's a, no. I always have one growing up. So this was just three n- nonsense. So we've n- we're nipping the butt now. And then no more. Shit gets expensive, you know? Oh, shit. Yeah. Anyhow, like the tastes have changed, right? From crew getting like a, like the computer last year was like a big thing for him, you know? This shit, he wanted to close and stuff, man. He was like, you know, hmm. tripped out and getting these pants and. That Thrasher hoodie, which he fucking loves, he's been wearing it this whole time, and I got him this hip hop CD. He's totally in hip hop, and that's cool. 
I did take them to uh, Spin Records on uh, what day was it? On on, on Monday, because your boy's bonus came in from the paycheck last paycheck. So I was like, oh mm. shit, a little walking around money, right? So I'm like, hey man, spend that shit. Can't save no money. I was like, hey man, I was like, I haven't bought vinyl in a while. I bought some records. Let's go. And again, I wanted to take them to an actual movie uh, music store, right? Mm. Get a physical copy of things because, like I said, when I went to border, uh, Borders, didn't have shit, right? So he's been he's trying to get like all of Denzel Curry's albums. So so I'm like, I'm like let's go to Spins. I guarantee they'll have some CDs. And sure enough, um, that's where I picked up. Uh, uh, I, I told him to go. If well, if you find some for me, I'll buy them. Um, so he found me Raekwon's. Uh, Only Bill for Cuban, Cuban Links. Cuban Links, yes, sir. And uh, Ghostface Killers, Iron Man. Nice. So I needed those. I didn't have those in my collection. Were they used? Not new. Case the brand fucking new. Really? Yeah. How much are new CDs? In well, that's the thing. These were, I think, were eleven ninety eight and twelve ninety eight. So they're still a little pricey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think these are the popular ones too. You know, like right. if that's so popular. So like, like my boy Kanye, he, you know, he he said some shit lately. So. His two, his first two albums were on sale for seven ninety eight. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> some other people's uh, losses, my gain. So that's funny. Say the fuck you want. I like those first two albums, so I'll fucking get them. <laughs> so got those for seven ninety eight. His are newer artists like Tyler, the, uh, the creator, and Denzel. So his were a little more expensive. Um, but like, like I, I bought um, uh, the Kill Bill soundtrack and Death Proof soundtrack, and the Death Proof soundtrack was sick, man. It came in this cool tricolor where it was like red. Blue and clear, so I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Nice. And then, uh, um, the day I ordered my kung fu shoes, I'm like, well, you know what goes good with kung fu shoes? Fucking Wu Tang album. Get that yeah. shit on vinyl. It was like, dude, I hate to buy it on Amazon vinyl, I really do, but it was like fourteen dollars on vinyl. I'm like, fuck, that thing's always like twenty five or thirty at a record store, and I'm like, I hate to do it, but you know, sometimes you gotta get. You know, buy it cheaper. But I supported Spins. I bought a bunch of shit there because I bought like all those CDs from him. And oh. another thing I wanted to show him, like, you know what else was cool? Like, I used to spend tons of time in the music stores and I was just telling him, like, this is what I would do. Go through the CD section, right? Or you go to the magazine or you go, and then you got DVDs. You got a lot of concert stuff. Like, I go through all those. But the other cool thing is they have posters of like, you know, bands and stuff. And sure enough, they had a cool title, the creator one, one of his albums that he liked. And I go, look, there's a sign right here, and I love this shit about music stores and things like that. You can't get digitally. The the, the nuances, the smell, the, the feel, you know, going through the albums, records, everything. Um, there's a sign right on the on the on the bottom of the table of the poster rack. It says, um, "We will sell the last one on the display." So it's like, if, you know, if we're all out of them, and the only one that's left is the last. This is displayed one. We'll sell it. I'm like, I'm like, perfect. Look, that's this fun. is the last one. Let's buy it. And the guy that was helping, he was full on like hip hop. And he's like, oh, well, he's going through all of them. Big Denzel fan, huh? I'm like, yeah, my son's all into him. He's like, yeah, I saw him and performed it there. And, uh, oh, I saw Tyler Creator. He's really cool. And I'm like, like, you're talking his language, you know, this is his, this is his genre right here. So, it's cool. Uh, Cause he was a younger guy too. Yeah. But it was just cool. And he goes, oh, that's cool, man. You know, son's into hip hop, you know, and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, can I take him to see Tyler Denzel at the show once? He's like, you know, he has a show in here, Pachenga, which is a smaller venue. You know, the tickets are expensive, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I've already realized that already, you know. So, uh, but I guess he puts out it every, every album, every other, every odd year. I that was pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. So every two or every uh, two years, he pulls out a new album. And during like the fall, this guy was telling me like he guys, this guy's really into him. So I was like, oh shit, man! It's like feels like the scene in uh, Half Baked was like, damn, motherfucker, you go to weed college? 
You sure know a lot about shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> just breaking it down. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but it was cool to take them to like a, a music store and something, experience like stuff I used to do, like a music cool. trader, a blockbuster music, dude, or a warehouse. Time, you know, spend Tower dude. Records, dude. I would, I could Flower. easily spend five oh. hours at Tower oh, Records man. alone, dude. I love Remember Tower at Tower, they'd have the listening booths and you Yes, that's what I was telling like, them. Right. You can go in there and listen because you never knew if the tracks were good. Right? You no. can go online and look no them up. No idea. You know, you listen, you only knew the one single you heard on MTV or on right, the right. radio. And you have to hope that the rest of the album was good, right? So you listen to them like, oh, that sounds cool. Well, that could be good. Oh, that sounds okay. Yeah, I'll buy it, right? Yeah. Um, big mistake on their part. They should have never done that. People don't be buy, buy the singles, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but I, but I always had a, I had a rule. If they had three good songs on the album. I would buy them. So, three? That was your that yeah. was your limit. That was it. Only nice. three good songs. So. Five dollars a song. I was just having this conversation with Lainey. Oh really? Yeah. For her, it was like. Like like half over half of the songs had to be good. I was like, "Damn, yeah, that's tough, high man. standard." Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Wait, when did Laney buy CDs? I was gonna say, man, she was like, for CDs. They Get disappeared before she was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had a bunch of Taylor Swift. So, oh, there you go. Chris was like in a kick where she would buy albums on iTunes. Hmm. Like when I mm-hmm. met her, yeah, it was like yeah. when I run the time when I met her, and she would buy yeah. full albums on iTunes for twelve bucks. <laughs> yeah, see, and that's the thing though. See, I can buy the CD for five bucks, six bucks, you know, new, right. right? You know, like I said, I went to uh, Atomic Records and they had Slipknot's brand new album for like seven ninety nine. I'm like, this is their new album. He's like, yeah, it's fucking seven eight dollars. Like, yeah, I'm like, fuck, I'll take it. You know, <laughs> they had a bunch of other ones. They're you know they were used, but they're like two dollars, one dollar. I'll just give them these CDs away. I'll fucking take them, you know? Right. I go, I got old cars still that has a CD player, so I'll play them, you know? Nobody wants physical media. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's funny how, um, you know, that used to be so expensive, and now it's like, you know, you can buy them at garage sales or, you know, record stores. Like I said, but they're still, if they have a new one, they'll still sell it for a new price, right? So. Right. Well, yeah. But it was just cool taking them to a new store and be like, hey, check it out. You know? It came, like, he, dude, it came up, man. He had like, I gave him, I gave him, like, and he goes, oh, dude, like that, look. They got his album, this album. You got this album. They got album. I'm like, man, go ahead, man. Take him. I'm like, your daddy's feeling nice. Dad's got money in his pocket. Let's go ahead. Bonus. Yeah, for real, man. I feel like, you know, fucking King Dingling up in this joint. So I was like, you know what? Go ahead. You know, we see that poster on there? Go ahead and take him, my man. Let's go. I'm like, enjoy this shit because they think it's going to happen all the time. Money bags <laughs> over here, right? Yeah. It felt good, man. I was like, I was happy. And I was like, no, I worked hard that fucking year. Stressed up with a damn test. So, oh, I'll, shit. I'll take it, you know. Yeah, but yeah, he was stoked. He got he's got the poster up on the wall, and uh, it's just cool, man. It's just that's uh, cool. Yeah, so dude, that that was fun. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Uh, hey, what about you guys, man? How was your guys' this Christmas? I'll go next. I'm, I'm, I don't think my Christmas was very um, nothing crazy. Um, it's like you. I got sick, but I got sick like a week ago. Yeah, it was like Tuesday, Wednesday. I started feeling sick, cold. A lot of congestion, a lot of sniffy mm. noses, just sort of general fatigue. I didn't have a fever or anything. No COVID, of course, but um, yeah, it just felt sh- like shit all all last week. Um, and then Saturday was Christmas Eve. I had to work on Friday, and so Christmas Eve. What do we do for Christmas Eve? Oh, it's like you were talking about. We we drove around town looking at Christmas lights. So that oh, was nice. fun. That was cool. You still had snow? Uh, no, all the snow's melted. We got. A wild, so um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day was chill. We didn't go nowhere. We didn't do nothing. We just hung out at the house. 
Um, and then we were we were planning on this like probably about six weeks ago where we're going to move Mazzy's. We're going to exchange Mazzy's office for my Yeah, how'd that come about? It was fine. It was just like how it came about was this room that I'm in now, the office, has uh, big windows that let a lot of natural light in. Mm. And the other room had one one set of windows that was facing basically trees that got very little natural light. And Mazzy never opened her blinds in this larger room with more windows and a closet. And that that other room that we had converted into the office, it used to be Mazzy's bedroom. Uh, it just it, it didn't get any natural light. So we were like, well, and I spent so much I'm I'm you know, I'm in my office eight hours a day. And I was like, man, I'd love that natural light and the yeah. extra space. And Mazzy's like, I don't need any light because I'm a fucking uh, vampire. <laughs> and so so we just swapped rooms. But Mazzy's been in this room for like fucking three years now. And so it was just filled with all their teenage, you know, shit. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a big project cleaning it out. So we did that. We started that yesterday. And then last night we had this crazy fucking rainstorm with crazy wind and super heavy rain. And it was like 10 o'clock at night and we're all fucking tired because we spent all day moving the offices. And I hear this like drip, drip, drip. And I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? Well, the exterior wall that in the living room that is basically just a wall of glass has a bunch of windows that don't open. They're permanent windows. You know, they're just fixed windows. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's two stories. I could look up and I could see in the windowsill water dripping. Oh, shit. So because it was so windy and it was raining so hard that the water that was sitting, the, the water that was hitting the side of the house was finding its way into the windowsill and dripping Oof. and was splashing water all over the hardwood floors. And it's, mm. you know, it's in the walls. And so we were just like, Oh fuck dude, what do we do? I can't go outside. There's nothing I can do outside. It's fucking pouring rain. It's right. 10 o'clock at night. So I came up with the idea of taking some plastic like tarp, uh, painting, painting tarp, and then taping it to the glass so it would funnel the water off of the glass, and then we could just funnel it down into a bucket onto the ground because we just, you know, just like a giant funnel. And it worked yeah. out fine. It worked out actually really well, and we just captured all the water. Um, because, you know, the window that was leaking is 12 feet up in the air. So how do we get, how do we capture that water so it doesn't continue to, you know, you know, go into the fucking wall. So he did that at 10 o'clock at night and, and then, um, then I had to go to the fucking warehouse, which sucked. But I've been feeling better the last couple of days. So that was good. Did you take anything or just let it do his course? Or? What do you mean? Like meds? Yeah. I took NyQuil several mm-hmm. nights. Yeah. So, um, you want to fuck with the day one? <laughs> no, I don't want to fuck with the day one. I don't want to feel like I'm on methamphetamine. Hmm. Um, but I you, you get the shakes or what? Sensitive to it. I have in the past, hmm. and so I'm anxious to take it during the day. So, <laughs> and I was fine. Like, and I work from no, I can lie. No. I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. I have a lot of autonomy at work, so um, so it was fine. Um, but yeah, I would take Nyquil. Yeah, because one night I couldn't sleep. I kept getting up every hour. I was, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. So I took Nyquil two nights in a row. And, uh, dude, yeah, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was just like, like I was just like, felt like I just was like 7.30 and I was just like falling asleep. And it was just totally, totally out of it. Really effective. In fact, that that first night I took it, I took it 
I took two doses, one like at five and then one at nine, right before I went to bed. And sure enough, dude, I slept like a baby. So yeah. that was all I took, though. Um, that's it. Yeah, nothing crazy. I feel like there was something else I missed that was kind of entertaining, interesting, but obviously it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> yeah. We were talking to Tony earlier about Cross, so we might come down. It looks like we're going to come down there in March. Uh, so cool. cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. Whatever it takes to get you down here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You, Let's see. My weekend started Friday. We went to visit uh, Lainey's half sister, something sister. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can ever remember what it is. That make her uh, your half sister? I don't know. I don't know. I, I forget how everything works. Um, so yeah, anyway, we went over there, uh, hung out with them, did a gift exchange, uh, played some games. Um, nothing too crazy. Uh, we brought over Panda and they provided some, some drinks and some, some other, other snacking foods. And we just hung out for a few hours and came home. Nothing too crazy happened there. Um, then Saturday, uh, we hung out with my family. Your brother um, was home. What's that? Your brother was home, right? Yeah, Chris came. Yeah, he nice. came down on like Tuesday of last week, yeah. like, or Monday actually. Um, okay. And so, well, I guess yeah. I guess that my my week kind of started on Wednesday because I didn't know he, he. Nobody ever told us. Nobody ever told me that he was in town. Um, well, just happened to somehow Laney found out through texting my sister or whatever, and like, hey, your yeah. brother's here. I was like, what? So <laughs> on Wednesday, I went down. And spent the night down there, uh, so I could hang out with my brother, and we we played some board games while we were down there nice. on Wednesday night, and then uh, then we went back down on Saturday. Uh, so, so Saturday, that's our main Christmas time. Uh, that was the first time you saw his kid. No, this is the second time he came. Okay. He came last year. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, she was she was pretty big last year already. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, uh, yeah, so Saturday, uh, Christmas Eve, that's that's when we celebrate our, our Christmas, do all our Christmas stuff. So, um, uh, yeah, we just, uh, I served up the drinks, uh, Jacoby smoked and barbecued and cooked a bunch of bunch of steak and lobster. Mm-hmm. Um, more lobster you get, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a thing. And my dad's like, my dad's like, hell yeah, just do that. I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> we enjoy it a lot yeah. more than we do normal, you know, Christmas food. So. <laughs> Chris made a lamb, a lamb roast. It was really good. Mm. Yeah, you can have leftovers of that, but I don't. Can you have leftovers of lobster? Mm. Oh yeah, I don't know. We did have tamales. Somebody bought tamales from somewhere, um, so we had those for lunch and then for dinner. We oh, had that was the thing I did earlier in the week. Yeah, I, I helped make tamales when I, my phone. You helped make them. Nice. Brought a crew over. Yeah, nice. Got a little station going. Yeah, you put the meat and the potato. In That's the always a jalapeno. yeah, an experience. Yeah. It was cool. Right on. Uh yeah, so that was Saturday, and then Lane and I spent the night. Um, and then Sunday we just hung out. Um, I mean, nothing nothing crazy happened. I get I got I did get blitz a bit, and don't remember much of the night. Apparently, uh, I didn't give a shit about what the gifts I got. The only thing I cared about was crushing all the wrapping paper trash in the plastic bag to compact it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Dude, I was, I was on that kick too. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, you guys are totally living up to the memes I see where it's like, uh, um, there's a pic, there's a picture of Stone Cold all pissed off at somebody, and he's like, every dad holding a garbage bag with yes. another gift wrap. Yes, yes, yeah. Just My one... thing was like, I was taking like the packaging that the 
the whatever came in. And yeah. I was like, how much of like the, the paper can I get and how compacted can I get all this waste? Oh, you were actually thinking and analyzing. No, I, I was just like like a big baby just smashing it with my fists in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> like this, the, the trash bag was just in front of me and I just kept smashing it. Just I was looking at the gift bags and I'm like, yo, man, this is good, man. Still gift gift gift, yeah, gift bags are good. Yeah, you yeah, reuse that I shit. I know, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, nothing too, uh, nothing crazy, nothing worth, worth reporting. Get, like, oh, I did get hurt. I got hurt again. Oh. Uh, we did play basketball at some point. We oh, play boy. board games and then we play basketball. Oh, uh, but I started, I wasn't trying to play basketball. basketball. Were you okay, intoxicated? So, yes, I was absolutely intoxicated. Uh, oh, no. so we started playing games, started drinking. This was like around three o'clock or something like that. Um, and then at some point somebody was like, all right, we, let, let's, let's, let's get away from the board game. Cause we played for like an hour and a half or something. Just oh. not this, this one game nonstop. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's called blank slate and everybody gets a little whiteboard with a whiteboard marker and mm-hmm. the cards just have a blank. They they have a word and a blank. Either the blank is before the word or after the word. And you write down on your on your whiteboard another word or at least two letters. You can't do phrases, but just two letters. Either finish out as many letters as you want uh, or another word entirely. Just no spaces, I guess. And then everybody, the, the, once everybody has written down their words, everybody shows their words. Anybody who only has one matching word, they get three points. And if you do more than one match, you get one point. If there's nobody matching, you get zero points. And that's it. You just play until you accumulate like 30 points or something. Um, a lot of fun. It's really fast paced. Um, so it lends itself really good for drunken shenanigans. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we played that for probably like we had we have like fifteen board games there. That's the only game we played. We didn't play Loteria. We didn't play the burrito dodgeball game. We we that, that's it. We played <laughs> dodgeball game. Yeah, so there's a burrito dodgeball game. So you throw burritos at each other. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I heard about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know all the all the rules. I I won it at the company, uh, the company party, um, which was also Wednesday. So I guess yeah, that was the other part uh, yeah. that I forgot to mention. Um. So yeah, so yeah, it's not, not, so so after we left, we stopped playing that game. Uh, s- something that was going on outside, and then all of a sudden, like I see my brother Fawn like revving up his little uh, monkey uh, motorcycle. <laughs> it's a little, it's a tiny little bike. Um, it almost looks like a Grom. Um, and uh, and he was and, and he was tr- he was teaching Jalen, uh, uh, my sister's uh, stepson, uh, how to ride it, and then at some point. I took over. Oh no, no, that's oh, what happened. Man. So, so he's like, "Hey, Tony, you have you ever ridden a monkey?" I was like, "No." And so I got on it, and I had my my slides. Like that's all I had. Yeah. I had my slides, and uh, and so I just rode it down the street and came back, and I was like, "Cool, all my toes are are here. I'm good." Like I definitely would have been pulled over DUI <laughs> if if there oh, would have been a cop around. But like you know, where my parents live, there's no, there's no cops. The, 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 nobody goes around there. Uh, so then I went back and then I showed Jalen how to ride. I was, I was coaching him. I was like, they're actually trusting me to teach this kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one stopped me. So I was like, all right, Jay, let's go. <laughs> so I was took, take, I took him out on the street and I was, uh, uh, just guiding him. Before. Honda yeah. The Honda monkey. Yeah. It's, t- it's a tiny little thing. It's, it's cool. Yeah. It looks just like a grown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I got him. I, like, I, I was coaching him on how to, you know, adjust the, the, how to squeeze 
the the clutch and squeeze the brake uh, and properly like feather it as he's going in low gear, uh, and that was a good time. And then and then we ended up back at the house like we went around a few times and then someone started playing basketball so like all right let's go just go migrate over to the basketball and i'm still wearing my hurt himself on the motorcycle but he hurt himself with the basketball. right so i went to the basketball court and i started playing basketball in my slides and that's where i hurt my foot (laughs) oh boy yeah yeah uh so how long into the game um, 30 seconds. Yeah, no, I hurt myself like just just got, been warming up immediately. Yeah, immediately. Got the bench, went yeah. In and fucking got hurt. I didn't tell him anybody though. Someone's like, "Hey, Tony, here you should you, you can borrow my shoes." And so, or I guess Fawn had some like old shoes that he had in storage at my parents' house, so he brought those out. I put them on, I slapped them on, and played played basketball in my broken foot. <laughs> so oh, uh, I didn't tell anyone until afterwards. Hey, afterwards, I was limping around and like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "Oh, I hurt my toe." <laughs> it's like, yeah. You remember, that was? you remember how it happened? You know, uh, the, the I I think I landed um, on the edge, and it's because it's a slide. My foot slid forward, but my pinky didn't. Mm. Like you know, within the slide, I think the slide mm-hmm. caught my pinky as I was landing, and so that's what j- like jammed it or something. No, I I think I don't know. I was I was drunk. <laughs> so, All right. So you know that's the way I that's the Is way I could. Is your game improved at all by no zero points? Uh, I could I could no barely more, play defense. No, rebound, no assist. I I was I could screen. No triple double. No, I could screen. I could set up screens. No problem. I just stand Crossfit, in people's way. Crossfit did my man well for screens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was too drunk and too hurt to be able to. To, to help anybody at all. Luckily, it was my dad and Fawn, and they could they 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 could play really well together. So, um, nice. yeah. Do you always play against your dad? No. Okay. It was uh, my dad, Fawn, and me were uh, on one okay. team, and Chris, Jacoby, and Jalen were on the other team. Uh, yeah. What? So, no, I haven't played against my dad in, in a while. Um, Dude, you know what my kid wanted to learn, and so I taught her, and then I realized, holy shit, this kid's good. Poker. Oh, oh shit! She was like watching something, and she was like, yeah. "Can can you teach me how to play poker?" And I used to play. I was like serious way back in the days, like yeah. before, right before I left San yeah. Diego. I was like playing in tournaments, like I would play at house games, and because I was real conservative and I wasn't like a wild gambler, right. so like I would play and I would always do really well. Just I would do well. I would never like win the tournament outright because I wasn't yeah. um, because of my consistency, and I wasn't a big like. You know, I would just play and I would just have, I, I just wouldn't like, I wouldn't bluff. And, you know, eventually I would have a good hand and I would bet it. And, no one to hold them. So I, I was always a decent poker player just because I had some restraint. And so, and I, I learned pretty early when I was a kid, my dad. And so Mazzy was like, we kind of tried to teach her, like, I don't know, it was probably a year or two ago and it didn't register. Mm-hmm. Just like it's this time, the three of us played, I think, last night or the night before. And she fucking was kicking ass. She was like bluffing and then like like fake bluffing. <laughs> like, was like, she was like kicking our ass. Me and Chris were like, damn, kid. <laughs> and then today I got home from the warehouse. She yeah. was like, yeah, can we play poker again? Wow. Like, no, you've been kicking my ass too much. I know. Exactly. Well, you know, we we're just playing with We housing the kid to school after Christmas break. Right, right. right. So, so I was like, yeah, all right, I'll play. And then, uh, and then I taught her. This time, I played her Texas Hold'em. But hmm. yesterday, we were just—I was just teaching her like five-card draw. Yeah. And so this time, I was like, "All right, well, let, let's let's try it different. This is what's really popular. All the cool kids used to play back 
back in my day. And she totally picked it up and was like totally like betting and consistent, like following the rules. And yeah, some fucking kid was hustling me. <laughs> so you can play poker. That, hey, that's that's a decent skill to have. Right. You could actually, you could actually have a career in that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was telling her, like how people would make a Nice. The difference between limit, no limit, and like tournaments, house games, you know, playing conservative, this and that. And, no, she, I was really impressed. It is, it's like Fonzie, you were talking about crew and like what he's interested in now. And it's, uh, it is, it's fun to watch your kids grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just cool to see like the, the progression for every year for Christmas, you know, from like this little like that Ziggle toy they would ride on, you know, from a bike to right. a computer to like, he got a sweater, beanie, and clothes, and just and some shoes. He got some Adidas Shelto's, and he um. It's so Jeez. funny, like the middle Old school, school. I'm telling you, man, the school is like um, it's like a '90s uh time portal, a vortex of '90s culture. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Everyone, the, all the kids are dressed like we were dressed in high school. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? It's weird. Kids are wearing baggy pants and like hoodies, and they just like skater culture. It's so weird. It's so funny to see, you know. Because, like, when I, when, you know, when they were younger, it was all, like, skinny jeans and, like, you know, right. weird shirts, whatever. But it's funny how everything comes back around, you know? What's old well, I new? think the 90s is the first decade that most of pop culture is available online. Before the 90s, pop culture just disappeared. It fell into the nothing. Like, it, it, right. it just, it, it, there was no digital record of it. And mm-hmm. so the 90s is, like, the first time that's, like, the, that that it was stored forever. Um, Ninety five is when the internet came out, and then the people were s- uh, saving all the nineties stuff first. You know, yeah, it'll be uh, interesting because, like, uh, yeah, like I showed Amy this one video one time. Where I go, I go, check this out. There's like this weird Chicano culture in Japan. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Just, you seen that? Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. Um, but it just—it's funny how what people gr- uh, gravitate to, you know. But with fashion, especially here in the States, it's always been, um, it goes in cycles, right? Seems like it, yeah. Yeah. Just always like, oh, 80s is big, 90s is big. Or I'm, 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 I'll be careful if the 2000s are, you know, like what, uh, what the 2000s or the aughts would be, you know, right. like, oh, let's go to a 2000 party. Let's go to a 2010 party. Like, what? It's all memes on the wall and shit. Like, you know, what are they, <laughs> you know, um, it's obviously the music too is always the big, you know, um, the funny moments in, in culture, but it's weird, yeah. Because I was going back, like I said, I was watching these action movies. I'm like, some of these came out in the 90s, right? And I'm like, the 90s action movies were pretty cool too, as opposed to you know the 80s, right? So I don't know, it says the 80s, but you know, there's a uh, cool hip hop that came out in the 90s as well too. So oh yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't shit on the 90s. Uh, yeah. So uh, just to get back to finishing my story, uh, I oh, got man. sick. My ass got sick Damn. on Sunday night. She's sick too? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sunday we were chilling at home and I'm like, uh, I'm, I think I'm about to get sick. And then I progressively started, like my skin started feeling weird. And like, I'm just like, this is the feelings of getting sick. I, I know it's coming. And then the, the fever started kicking in. I was like, yep, I'm sick. Damn. Uh, and then BP, I just. Whole BPC got sick. So yeah, man. That's I just crazy. powered through it. I just I went to sleep in a hoodie and sweats and just sweated it out. Um, That's how I was, bro. Seriously, right? I didn't get the fever. I just had the like the cold congestion shit. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't think I. No, I don't get. I don't get that. I, I was just cold. My running runny nose, man. I was sneezing all day. Interesting. Yeah, I had no runny nose, no sinus, anything, no cough. It was just a uh, general feeling of unease. 
achiness. I had the body aches mm. and, oh, yeah, the fe- and the fever. fever then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then I, I got over that. So then I woke up with either, wait, I'll just, it's blood in my urine and pain when I pee. I'm like, what the Ow. fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, what the yeah, hell damn. just happened? So, Stubbed your toe and got sick. Stubbed my toe. Yep, wow. exactly. And I'm still broken from the last, from Thanksgiving when I hurt myself trying to play basketball with the kids with no oh, shoes man. on and drunk. So, See, yeah. You learn. I'm broken all over the place. It's great. It's great being me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? And, then, <laughs> and old too, right? And old. You, uh, uh, yeah. That's, I'm like, it's just maybe, this is just 40. Just 40, babe. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I don't like this. I'm, I'm going to get someone young. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> She got a she got an older she got an older model. She's got the older. Yep, that's your. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't I don't picture you peeing blood. I picture you ble- like pissing oil. And it's probably what it is. Fluids. It's probably just oil. It's like <laughs> diluted. You need oil change. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that, that shit was... they put in uh, in the liquid cool CPU cooler. <laughs> <laughs> it shit looks like antifreeze when he pees. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh man, hopefully by so we'll be we'll be we'll be feeling better by twenty twenty three, that's for sure. Yeah. We'll have a top ten. Um and uh, and, hopefully, and, ho- and hopefully everybody will be getting their shirts by the time we record next time. Yes, that's right. So we got everyone's address? Uh yeah. Nice. They all hit you up? Yeah, everyone hit me up, so it should okay, be good. Perfect. Because Angie hit me up saying, I don't know if I'm supposed to send it to you or Tony. I'm like, man, I said Tony on the you list. Specifically said me. my name too. <laughs> but i I really meant Tony because <laughs> he's got the shirt, so um, I can't wait to see the pictures with them. That'd be rad. So at least I'll get a... You already sent them out? Uh, no. I still need to package them up and put addresses on them and all that oh, shit. So. so that's cool. And they made them pretty quick then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. my sister just needed some time to actually do it. And then... And then Were you there to help out or she just did them for you? Uh, I told her to send me an invoice whenever, mm-hmm. you know, whenever she was done. So yeah. at this point, I'm just like kind of waiting for her. I don't... I'm not going to press the issue. I told her at the beginning, you know, just let me know how much it is and I'll right. pay for it. Yeah. And I'm not going to bring that up again. <laughs> right, right. She is. You know, she, I, already, yeah, she does. I already set the stage that says, hey, right. I'm going to pay. If she doesn't mm-hmm. want to charge me, that's on her. Cool. But uh, yeah. one but thing. You never about, told us what you got for Christmas. Uh, did any of us talk about it? No, I don't think so. Right. I didn't get nothing, so that's about it. I, I, I'm a grown man. I buy my own stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No, it's difficult to buy things for us yeah. grown ass. Amy doesn't ever want anything. So I'm like, "Are you sure?" She goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right." And I'm always like, "This is a test, right?" But she really doesn't. She got the new car, so she's good. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I got Chris a Lego set. Which one? <laughs> Which Did one? Really? No, those are expensive, man. Dude, Chris, well, like, the re- the no, reason why no, I picked this was is she's a huge like she loves like um, uh, uh, growing stuff, you know, and she's a big succulent fan so like mm-hmm. little cactuses and stuff like that and so i found a lego set that is succulent nice. and i was like oh this is perfect because she can make these little succulents and then keep them on her desk and she doesn't have to water them she can put them next to the, the live succulents kind of thing so oh, okay that was cool nice. and then yeah, you, ever, you ever heard of the techniques they're like a little bit different ones yeah oh yeah a little, of course a little more moving part. techniques have been around since i was a kid um yeah they're like, like the engineering kind of stuff yeah so he had a, he got this one cool race car where you can pull back and it go and it goes forward. Right. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. Nice. Oh, he also got a Dominic Toretto's Charger Lego set. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it came with a little mini Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, you get the tank top and the the pants. He's just missing that silver cross chain. But it's so funny that the ball Lego head, you know, because it's got that ball <laughs> on top. You can put the right. hat and shit. 
And I'm like, oh shit, he got his fucking the charger. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, he's and then there's these new ones called three and ones. Have you seen those? No. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen those. yeah. It's like a, you can you can you can build you get all the pieces, but it, yeah, exactly, it's multiple. But he's got oh one yes, we did get one of those. It's a dinosaur one. Yeah, he got the this tiger one, which can be a fish or or a fox, I think. Yeah, where the tigers? I told me you gotta do the tiger. The tiger looks too cool. But yeah, do you ever see the books and Legos come into? It's like the picture and the picture and how do you do it? Yeah, I don't remember how they were in the past, but I feel like if they make it a lot easier for you to get them or make them. There's an app. There's an app. There's an app now that you can just download. It'll let you download the PDF. Yeah, I think someone made an app where you can either they made it or they're talking about making it. You could take a picture of. Yeah, there's an app where you can share like what you've done. No, 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 no. You take a picture of what Legos you have. Oh, and it can tell you what you can make. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty badass. That's crazy. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the dinosaur one right there. Yeah. There's even an Adidas Superstar. Shelter when you can make it's so funny too because his friends were all posting stuff they got and like I guess the kid the gift to get kids at this age is like shoes because all his friends got shoes uh. it's funny and one of them got a PS5 motherfucker <laughs> like, look at that fucking flex we're like man look at this guy flexing weren't PS5s like brand new last year but no yeah, three but years ago they, yeah, three they years sold ago. out right. he couldn't get them he still couldn't get them so it's like right. yeah, you didn't really put the effort in that fuck yeah, that's crazy. I got a 3D printer, uh, a resin oh, that's 3D cool. printer. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, shit. What are you going to make? Make me some Bad Boys podcast shit, son. <laughs> make the logo and shit. Yeah, what would you want to make? I don't know, anything. Like That's the thing, dude. Yeah, my boss, he made like the, the Han Solo's gun. That's cool. Yeah, and I'm sure like there's like tons. I think he saw, he's like, there's a Reddit post that showed like all the instructions you can download, the things to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I'm very a lot of to see what you make first. Well, the, a lot like the, uh, my dad. I think my dad. My dad bought it for me, and then the first thing he says is, uh, "I have a prototype design for a, a, an idea that I've been thinking of." So that's probably the oh, first thing I'm gonna make shit, is no something word. for my dad. So I was like, "Okay, got it." It's not even for, yeah, it's not even for fun. Yeah, so I mean, eventually I'll make make something that's fun instead of instead of for work. But you should make a, a Wally. That's a cool one. Yeah. The Iron Giant. Yeah. yeah there's, there's, a giant. Yeah, there's a lot of websites. I can't remember what the file type is. Right. But yeah, they show you how to, what to make and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, you just, just. Pretty fucking fascinating, man. You know, people yeah, make like, like guns and shit out of them. It's like. What's really cool is if you start, if you get into design and you're able to design. Then you right. That's what I'm doing. I'm designing right, yeah. the prototype for my dad. So. That's fucking That'll cool. give me some, uh, give me some experience with designing shit. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. neat. That's pretty I cool. never got into that. Right on. Well, cool, man. That that's gonna conclude the last episode of 2022, episode 627. Hope you all were entertained. Are you not entertained? Um, yeah, 2023 is gonna be fucking hopefully a healthier year, <laughs> awesome year. We'll be we'll be ready to go. We'll have a new show, new total new. What the fuck is Reggie? Um, everyone starts with zero points. It's like the novel seems he's gonna be back now. He's going through some oh, shit. Oh, really? Now he's ready. Yeah, he told me he'll be, he's coming back. Oh, he's going to start so, calling. So watch out. Yes, sir. Um, and hopefully, um, I'm not sure with Angie, she might not be back, but she's still in the messenger link hanging around there, so that's cool. Um, yeah. Like I said, Tony, so the surprise is out of the, well, there, yeah, I already know we've got the addresses. So yeah, hopefully you guys get your shirts in time and post the pictures on the messenger when you get them. Love to see them. Um, representing your favorite podcast of all time. 
another show called the Bad Boys Podcast. Um, I want to thank my fellow co-hosts for another amazing year. We fucking did it. Learned a lot about each other. A lot about bad Harley's bad habits. He might be going into AA next next year. We'll we'll I, see. I got some bad habits. <laughs> he dropped some news that he'll be coming out in March. So maybe a little uh, maybe PC meetup next yeah. year. So that's already a plus right there. Yeah, man. Um, if you got the extra two hundred dollars, you guys can go to a show with them and watch Harley uh, roll and uh, rock out with my cock out. Yeah, you go. <laughs> uh, that's an extra right there. there but you if go. you're a Patreon member, you can you can get this. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Let's see. Yeah, we'll talk about the stuff about next year. But again, man, you guys love you guys. It's always fun yeah. doing this. So love you too, man. Um, yeah, man. Episode six twenty seven. That was it. Twenty twenty two. What a crazy year. Oh, I did hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. dude. Yeah, congratulations. That was pretty fucking phenomenal to see. I was hoping to make it by the end of the year, and I did. So thanks to everyone that subscribed and, and watched my crazy adventures. That's been a crazy trip. I just um, filled out this, the work, the paperwork for um, – I say paperwork, but it's digitally. But uh, I had to fill out this thing called AdSense to make revenue. Yep. So I I mix I hit uh um I hit like three of the quotas. The third one was to be at a thousand subscribers. So now I started actually making some money off these damn videos. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. Not much, you know. A thousand, you know. So it's nothing to hey hey. You, you, people, but starting at a dollar is fine, you know. It's a start. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if yeah, even if I make five dollars or a video, I don't whatever. I don't even know how it works, but just exciting to to just to make that milestone. I never thought I'd make it there, you know. Um, but the fact that it says 1K there on the YouTube channel, it's pretty cool. Showed people like the videos and people commented. And these shorts really worked too. I put up like three shorts and like within an hour, one of them was at a thousand. It's fucking crazy. Like, wow. shorts do really well. Yeah. I put in like, I made a vid, I had a video from like 2016, 2017 where I met, uh, Lance Henriksen. It was like a six second clip and I posted that on there and it went up. It's like a thousand views. It's like, what the fuck, dude? It's fucking crazy. Like how shorts work. Um, like the RJ one, the one, the kid from Breaking Bad's over like at 50,000 views. It's like, Damn. what the fuck, man? Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like the, the analytics on YouTube studio, the app, you can see like how they do, and you know, and that like Breaking Bad searches are super high. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, do I have other videos of that? That kid <laughs> I can upload, <laughs> you know, my killer clowns uh, video where like, um, the director signed, uh, Scott's gun. That's up to like 15,000. It's like, what the fuck, dude? It's only like 10 second clip. It's amazing so it's wow so whenever i have downtime of like having uploaded videos i just upload shorts of like signing so i think i'll do that when i make like when i go to this next convention in february called creepy con i'll you know make a video for day one day two and then and then when there's like no conventions there's a, I'll, I'll get like those clips of the signings and just break them down into shorts you know and just because you because in february you'll be you'll get paid for shorts as well mm. and i'm like well fuck shorts do really well so maybe you know like, I don't know how, like I said, it works for, you know, yeah, that's, that's the, the views, but this is the TikTok influence. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. So it's interesting to see. So I'd be curious, you know, so I'm thinking, man, I'll even put the podcast on the channel too. And, you know, put like our top 10 or go live one time or, you know, try that shit out. You'll get more views on the podcast, you know, the eyes I'm not watch sure that how watch you're going to make a short out of our top 10. No, list. not a short, but I'm saying like, just, or even if we just did the, 
whole uh gonna have like like 500 shorts to get through our top 10 <laughs> yeah fuck why not you know no i was just thinking of making you know just if we did a video give her a live video you know all right i just yeah just put it on there just to see get more traction you know it'd be fun so but yeah it's crazy so i was hoping to do that in the year and i got it so i was pretty stoked nice man good job so yeah thanks yeah. man but yeah, so like I said, 2022. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we end the last episode? No. This thanks year. for hanging in there. Nope. Everybody that listens and YouTube. And, yeah. Soak your lentils. Right. Yes. <laughs> Tony, any final words? No. I got nothing. All right. Well, as always, you know, we ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life.